third world democracy Yeah, I got more records in the KGB So uh, no funny business Are you already Trying to tear my cheeks. What? This is how I roll. Come on, ladies, it's time to go. We headed to the bar, baby. Don't be nervous. No shoes, no shirt, and I still get service. Watch. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. Girl, look at that body. I work out when I walk in the spot. This is what I see. Everybody stops and it's I'm sexy and I know it. I'm sexy and I know it. Check it out. Check it out. Wiggle, 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 yeah. Wiggle, 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 yeah. Wiggle, 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 yeah. Wiggle, 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 yeah, yeah. Do the wiggle, man. I do the wiggle, man. Oh, 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 oh,
Because I would rather be sucking on the end of a 38 right now. But I'm going to get through it. All because people can't do their fucking jobs. I'm, I, I, look, I, I, I'm, I'm very upset right now. I've been upset for a while. I have a big announcement to make. I was very excited about that. But since people can't do their jobs, it fucks everything up. I'm not going to get into it. But I, I, I will say this. If I go out in public today and somebody is not doing their job, I am going to physically kill. I, 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 will, I, will, I will rip them apart with my hands. That's just a warning to everybody out in the greater Rockwall, Mesquite, Fairview area. I, I woke up this morning in such a great mood. So fired up over a conversation I had with my dad last night. And due to people not doing their jobs, I'm on the verge of tears right now. About 15 minutes ago, I didn't even know if I could do the show. I'm doing it, though. We're going to do it. We, I promised you guys a show. See, I do my job. You guys do your jobs. Why can't people just do their fucking jobs? Enough. Enough. Enough being pissed off. I got it out. It's over now. Let's start the show. Sorry. Let's get some good mornings out of the way, shall we? Straight Fire says, Ass Family Rejoice. We made it to Friday, and we're real lucky. Get to hear Arnie use the word twat in a sentence. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're going to hear it a lot today. There's, There's a lot of anger coming out of me today. But I am fired up about the announcement that we're going to make in the second break of the show. Uh, it has to do with the stand-up show. That's all I'm going to say. Let's see. Uh, Douglas says, good morning. Happy Friday, ass family. Hangtown Jen says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday. Derek says, good morning, ass family. TGI fucking Friday. I can't wait to get off work and head to the trails. Happy Jeep end. No, that's gay. I, I gotta say it, Jeep end. I, I mean, I'm I, I feel for you. I, I mean, I'm feeling you. I know you're excited. It's just it for anybody that doesn't drive a Jeep, just kind of just kind of gay. But hey, that's cool. Alicia says good morning and happy Friday, bitches. Good morning, Brady kid. I hope you have a wonderful day today. Hang down, chin. Uh, happy about the songs that we played. 
Dave Go says, good Friday morning. Sounds like Bray's going to pick up dinner on her way home. No, no, I, I, I am not going to miss an opportunity to rip someone apart with my hands. Oh, no, no, no. I'm going to be out in public today. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, no, I'm sorry with whatever's happening. I'm sorry for you. You're hurt, my friend. Appreciate that. It will get better, Derek, I promise. Uh, we have a love-hate relationship with Angry Arnie. And Adam J says, Buenos Dias has. Now, look, we do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch today. Uh, game show host. And uh, thanks to Young Harm for putting the tease one together. Man, oh, man, a lot of people were commenting on that yesterday on social media, saying who should be on there, who's not on there. Well, we'll see. We'll all get to it today. Now, first things first, before we even start the show, uh, Dave Co. he sent me an email. And God bless you, Dave Co. You knew what to do. Yesterday, I posted on uh, Facebook, I guess Sacramento Magazine's The Best Of is coming out. Now, now let, me, let, let me let you in on a little secret. I wasn't going to do this, but since I do my job and other people don't do theirs, I'm going to tell you the truth. I appreciate everybody voting for me in Sacramento Magazine for best TV morning news anchor like Dave Coe did, talk show, uh, talk radio station, Arnie States, local entertainer, Arnie States, local website, ArnieRadio.com. Then this is what you should do. Local blog, cookies, uh, underscore on tap. That's Mrs. Dave Coe's cookies, and they're fantastic. Uh, New category, cookies, underscore on tap. Desserts, cookies, underscore on, underscore tap. By the way, it's on, it's underscore on, underscore tap. Gourmet cookies, cookies underscore on underscore tap. Uh, residential contractor, Dave Co. Building, home builder, Dave Co. Building. Those are what you should vote for. But here's the truth of the matter. Sacramento Magazine is a bunch of fucking assholes. And the only way that you're going to win in Sacramento Magazine is if you buy advertisements. Everybody who wins in Sacramento Magazine is a paid sponsor of said magazine. Don't believe me? Well, let's go back in time, shall we? We'll we'll, we'll go back in time. Uh, I need my sound effects, though, for that. The year was, uh, let's see, I turned 30 in 2000, I don't know, that's 20 years ago, so 2001. Leading up to Sacramento uh, Magazine's Bachelors of the Year. Most eligible bachelors. Guess who was approached to be on the cover of that? Oh, that's right. Yours truly. Guess who sat down for a four-hour fucking interview? And then a two-hour photo shoot. That's right. Yours truly. About two weeks before it was all supposed to come out, I was pretty excited about it. I thought it was cool. I thought it was great for, for the show that I was on. I, look, I, I didn't have any expectations of meeting anybody. I just thought it was cool because I was going to be on the cover of a magazine. 
I thought that was cool. Well, lo and behold, we got the news that uh, another radio cluster was very upset. By the way, by the way, at that time, the show that I was on was dominating the market. Whatever the second place show was at least at least three times as little as our show. We owned the airwaves. Another cluster said, nope, nope. Well, guess what? If you put him on the cover, we're going to take all. If you put him on the cover or even in the magazine, we will take all of our advertising away from your magazine. At that time, the cluster that I worked for did not. uh, And that was another coup that I was going to be in this magazine and our station didn't really pay anything to do. Sure enough, I was cut out. I wasted six hours of my life. When I'm on my deathbed, which is hopefully soon, <laughs> I will be thinking about the six hours I wasted because of this. I do want people to vote. I mean, I mean, look, Sacramento Magazine, we never won Best Morning Show. Ever. That should tell you something right there. We were named, I think it was 2002, maybe. We were named the National Morning Show of the Year in America. Not good enough, though, for Sacramento Magazine. I beat, uh, the show I was on, we beat Howard Stern. Look it up. R&R. Morning show, rock morning show of the year. Howard Stern, Man Cow, Opie and Anthony, and I believe Mark and Brian were still on. And guess who beat them? That's right, that little old show from Sacramento. Nothing in Sacramento Magazine. So, yes, please do vote in Sacramento Magazine. But when thousands of people vote and they go, wow, Arnie didn't win. Yeah, it's because Arnie doesn't advertise with that crooked fucking establishment of Sacramento Magazine. So there you go. Uh, all right. There is an awesome video out. Thanks to Brad Kidd for sending this to me. Happened at a White Sox game over the weekend of uh, this week. Another fight in the left field bleachers. Well, let's see how this one goes. Well, I can already see that there is a guy without a shirt on. That's a problem. Here we go. Oh, my. Fista cups are flying. Haymakers. Oh, good God. Let's go. Raining down blows. Guys in the orange and red are just pummeling the shirtless guy. Shirtless guy's going after a guy in a black shirt. Not a good move. Sir, he's wearing. Oh, my God. Right. Left. Oh, the shirtless guy is out. He is out. And they keep pummeling him. Oh, outside. Oh, my God. The shirtless guy has thrown another punch. The lead singer, it looks like, of, 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 of what, what's that? Greta Van Fleet has jumped in. He's beating the guy with the shirt. Oh, my God. The humanity. By the way, this is what happens on the south side of Chicago on a daily. So there you go. All right. 
Um, uh, let's see. Delete that one. Okay. Uh, let's get my jokes out of the way. V Coop, thank you so much. He actually worded this for me on Facebook. So today, this is one of the jokes of the day over on TikTok. Why did Jumpalines rename to Trampolines? Because your mom jumped on one. That's a good one there. I like that one. Uh, all right. What's the difference between Princess Diana and East Germans? East Germans survived the wall. And the final one, why are handicap signs blue? Because they're all Crips. Yo, like the bloods in the Crips. You see? You see? That, that, that's what we call gold right there, people. That is solid, solid gold. Uh, Trying to think if there's anything else I want to get off my chest before we actually start the show. Mm, No, no, I'm good. All right, here we go. Let's start up this show, and of course, we have to start up the show with this. And and, and, uh, (laughs) that Diana joke crashed. Hey, now. The NFL came out yesterday because training camps are starting to open. And has warned all teams in the NFL that if COVID outbreaks happen with the unvaccinated players and it causes a team to miss a game, not only will the game be forfeited, this is the big one, though. Here, you ready for this? Players, if you don't know how, like, like, like when some guy signs a contract with the NFL, this is what happens. You can either get paid weekly for the year or you can get all your money just during the football season, meaning that for the four months a year that the NFL isn't there, you're not getting a paycheck. You can opt out for either one. So what they're saying is if your team, let's say your team has enough guys to where you can't play a football game, not only do you forfeit the game, you also, everyone on the team forfeits their game check, and by the way, so does the other team. Uh, is it a short time? What, what's a short time? The NFL? I, I don't know. I, this is this is a big one because there are a lot of players in the NFL that aren't vaccinated. I, I don't know what the, the, the number is on how many people are vaccinated in the league and how many people are not vaccinated in the league, but this is the NFL saying, look, man, we're done with this COVID shit, and if you aren't, if you can't play, then you can't play. Um, no, no, no T-shirt time. I, I don't have a T-shirt today. I'm just wearing a Gary Coleman shirt. Uh, so then, what happens when Vax players get COVID? Isn't that the interesting part? Uh, now, I mean, look, look. There's another story here in the NFL, but let's get to what Jen Psaki said yesterday, the press secretary of the United States of America. Now, you remember two nights ago, President, quote-unquote, President-elect Joe Biden had a town hall meeting with Don Nimon and CNN and told people, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to worry, you're not going to get sick. You remember that? That was the president. Jen Psaki came out yesterday and said unvaccinated people should be more fearful than vaccinated of the Delta variant. Well, 
Why then, Jen, 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 the president just said two nights ago that if I'm vaccinated, I'm not going to get sick. So why would you come out and say that I should even be fearful? Isn't that strange? Isn't that weird? Vaccinated people should be more fearful or unvaccinated uh, than vaccinated people of the Delta variant. Well, if I got the vaccine, according to the president, I'm not going to get sick even from the Delta variant. I don't know about the Lombada variant or the Epsilon variant because those aren't trending well. I guess Delta trended well because enough people know what Delta is. It's an airline. They don't realize that it's like the, what, fourth letter of the Greek alphabet. Epsilon is the fifth. Man, why do all these people who are vaccinated care if I'm not? They're pushing this shit way too hard for my comfort. Yep. Hopkins is a big name to fight the pressure on vaccine like it. Uh, is that who I have here? Um, a growing number of NFL players including Super Bowl champions and the highest-paid receiver in the league, are speaking out against this. DeAndre Hopkins, there you go. Wide receiver for the Cardinals voiced his displeasure, saying uh, he's questioning his future in the NFL. Good morning, Zach. Uh, Let's see. uh, Going to the Mariners-Oakland game tonight. That's cool. Uh, There is no way NFL uh, Players Association lays down on this. Well, we'll see. DeAndre Hopkins goes on to say, never thought I would say this, being put in a position to hurt my team because I don't want to participate in a vaccine is making me question my future in the league. I would imagine he's not the only person who's saying that. Now, once again, I I got into it with somebody last night. Look, I'm looking at the vaccine kind of like I look at religion here. I had an epiphany about 15 years ago about religion. I think organized religion is, it, 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 it's horseshit. You can be spiritual and have your own religion, okay, which is what I do. Which was, is where this giant announcement that I have comes out today with a conversation I had with my father last night. There was a clip from a, one, of the, one, one of the older episodes of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where one guy's trying to prove that scientists are wrong and, and the Bible is right. He does a good job of disputing scientists. I mean, Anthony Fauci's a scientist, right? Right. But I've never understood this. I, I've never understood why atheists. It's so important for them to tell everybody there is no God. It's what their life's work is, it seems like. And I've never understood why is that so important to them. If an atheist and I were to have a conversation, A, they would probably think I was an idiot because I do believe in a higher power. The problem is I don't care what you believe in. Do I, do I need to be a dick about it? I don't give a fuck what you believe in. That's what you believe in. Who am I to tell you what to believe in? And the same goes for the vaccination. I feel like I was duped. I got the vaccination. 
but now I'm going to have to fucking wear a mask everywhere I go? Well, not here in Texas. But everybody else, people in California, they got to, vaccinated people in California have to wear a mask everywhere they go? Well, I don't understand that. If people don't want to get the vaccine, then don't get the vaccine. I have I have zero problems with that. I only got it so I can have the card to stick in people's faces and say, leave me the fuck alone. Cole Beasley has been outspoken for a while against mandatory. Yes, yeah, the Buffalo Bills receiver, former Cowboy player. Yeah. Hey, man. Great. Don't get the vaccine. Good. I don't know why it's so important for vaccinated people to tell unvaccinated people to get the vaccine and vice versa. Oh, you shouldn't get that, man. Look, man, you don't want to get it. That's fine. I got it. And and look, I got played. Now, I don't have a third arm growing out of me yet, and I haven't had blood clots. Knock on wood. Hey, it's great, man. You don't want to do it? Fine. This infighting that we do as Americans over petty shit, whether it's religion. And yes, yes, religion is petty shit. Because once it comes down to it, it's about what you believe. Why do you care so much about what others think of what you believe? You want to fit in? Then don't go to church. You don't want to fit in? Then don't get the vaccine. Or do get the vaccine. I don't care. I just want to live my life. And I want people to do their fucking jobs. Uh, No matter how many people rally behind you, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Doesn't matter how many people you rope over to your side. Look, look. Let me say this right now. If you don't want to get the vaccine, I support you 100%. If you do want to get the vaccine, I support you 100%. If you were to ask me, Arnie, how can you support both of them? Well, because neither one of those are me. The greatest thing I learned in my stay in detox was the hula hoop method. You can use the hula hoop method for everything you know. Take a hula hoop and drop it over your head. Everything inside that hula hoop you can control. Everything outside of that hula hoop doesn't fucking matter. You can't control it. I, I, I wish people would, would, would understand that. And and look, you don't want to get your family. I, I don't I don't care. I don't care. I and I think it's wrong that everybody has to get this and everybody has to do this and everybody has to do that. You know, it, it it's ridiculous. I just want our freedoms back. That's all. I wanna live in America. I don't wanna live in a country that persecutes gay people by death. Okay? Look, I'm going to make jokes about them, yeah, because it's still funny to me. But other countries, they persecute people because of which hole they want to put it in. Why are you trying to control those people? Because that's what governments do. You know who does it? This is who do it. I want you to think about this. Meek, timid people try to control you. Because they need you. To back them up. Because they have no backbone. I have a giant fucking backbone. I, I, 
I, I, I look. I love doing the show, and it, this isn't a popular thing to say among radio people and people in the entertainment world. I don't care if you don't like me. If you don't like me, take the take, change the channel. Mikey put up something on his Facebook page from that damn show the other day, and I, I, I saw it, and I was just like, "This is something I've been saying for years." I've never gone into Burger King and said, you guys suck because you don't have the Big Mac. You know what I do? I, I, I don't eat at Burger King because I think Burger King sucks anyway. Now, I don't go into Burger King and say, it sucks. I only say Burger King sucks because, well, I'm on the radio or the internet now, if you will. Douglas says, I quit atheism because that assumes that you know without a doubt there is no God. I am okay without knowing. Look, look, here's the thing. This is the way that I've always broke it down. And, and I only do this to really, really obnoxious atheists when I do this to them because I get that, that moment where I've got them. Bur- Burger King sucks, I agree. Yeah, AIG, thank you, ghost. When you call your cable company or your satellite provider or whoever's going to come out to your house and service your house, they give you a window between, let's say, 2 and 6 p.m. In the back of our heads, we all know they're not going to show up between 2 and 6. We've all been there. We're at 6.15, and they still haven't shown up. But we still waited between 2 and 6. Why? Because we believed, or another way that you could say it is, we had faith that they were going to show up. So atheist people, you do have faith. And this is the biggie here. Faith can't be proven. It's faith. Everybody wants everything proven so much. Well, these vaccines haven't been proven to stop anything yet, have they? So why does everybody have to get it? Now, there are some people who aren't getting it. So they haven't proved they don't work either. It's just like religion. You either have faith that it's going to work and get it, or you don't have faith in it and you don't get it. Kudos to both of you. But this bickering and infighting we have as a country is going to tear us apart until somebody finally stands up and says, enough, enough from you on the right, enough from you on the left. Do what's best for this country. Until that happens, we are in a cesspool of shit, people. Hey, but at least we're not so-and-so, and then I put dot, 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 yet. At least we're not China, dot, 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 yet. Yeah, it does. It sucks when you count on the cable guy being late so you aren't home at the beginning of that window and they actually show up on time. The only time that one ever happens, I'll tell you when that one happens. When you have one of the first, if you are between 8 and 12, you have a good shot of them showing up on time. If they don't show up by 8.15, go ahead and wait till 1, 2 o'clock to show up. But once again, them not doing their jobs. And I don't want to get fucking started on that bullshit again. 
Uh, all right. This is from the Associated Press, so this means this has been fact-checked and fact-checked and fact-checked again because the Associated Press is about the most center of politics when it comes to reporting stories. China cannot accept the World Health Organization's plan for the second phase of a study. I'm sorry, they say they cannot. They will not of where the origins of COVID started. Now, right there, that would be a gigantic red Chinese flag to me. Zing Yin, the vice minister of National Health Commission, said, rather taken aback that the plan includes further investigation of the theory that the virus might have leaked from the Chinese lab. It is impossible for us to accept such an origin-tracing plan, he says. So we're to believe this made-up theory that a, a, a wild bat was out and maybe bit somebody who had, I don't know, some sort of bad disease, and it mixed up with the bat's crazy immune system, and it developed this whole COVID thing. And then the, somebody ate the bat. Obviously, they ate the bat raw because you couldn't cook the disease out of it. And then that's what started this. If it, let, let me just say, let, let, let's just get this out here. You know how I, I don't like to tell people they're, they're wrong in their beliefs and things like that? I will with this one. If you believe that theory, look, just, hey, write me. I'll give you your $2.99 a month back because you are far too stupid to listen to this show. I, I, I'm sorry to put it that way, but, but I'm going to put it that way. Do you remember in the early days of COVID, you know, the, the disease that started, I'm sorry, the virus that started in Wuhan, China, when they were at like 100 cases? Everybody's saying, oh, you can't trust the Chinese, you can't trust the Chinese. Then, boom, it blew up and it was a bigger number. Still not chasing it. Look. This is, this is the vice chairman, vice minister of the National Health Commission, and he's telling the World Health Organization, no, you can't come in. I want you to think about this, you parents out there. When, 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 when your kid has something in their mouth, and you're like, open your mouth, and they're like, mm-mm, mm-mm. They're not letting you in. They are hiding something. Now, I'm not going to go far, as far as to say this was uh, we, we, I'm not going there yet. That this was a planned attack, that this was a planned leak to see just how good they, they, this works. And if they were to release something that was even worse, how awesome it would be. Because I do know this for a fact. The reason why China doesn't come here and evade us is because Americans have guns. So what's the way around that? Well, you kill them with a, a, a virus, a biohazard. Then you can come over here and rape and pillage and fucking live off the land as much as you want, China. You're, you're, you can continue your acts of world domination because, you see, that's what countries do. ha, <laughs> 
in five years, the word bat will be offensive, and the Cleveland Guardians will be swinging baseball clubs. Is that the official new name of the Indians? I'm still calling them the Indians. I will not call. I look. I hate calling the Washington football team anything but the Redskins. This is so ridiculous. Yeah, it'll always be a bat. It'll always be a bat. This, to me, is just funny. They really are switching to the Cleveland Guardians. That's the worst name ever. What, wait, 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 wait. The, the Cleveland Guardians? So is it, is it mom and dad? Oh, God, that would be offensive. Is it mom and mom or dad and dad, their new mascot? The Guardians. That is funny. Oh, finally, something to really make me laugh this morning. Hello, I'm a part of the Cleveland Guardians. Oh, uh, oh, do you have children? No, 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 I'm a baseball player. Huh? And by the way, if they try to go back and digitally change Major League, if I'm not already in prison for what I plan on doing today to people, then I will be in prison then. The Cleveland Guardians. That, that, that's the faggiest thing I've ever heard. Chris Pratt is their mascot. See, I would almost believe that one, but I know Disney ain't going to give that shit up. The Cleveland Guardians. They're 18, and they're in charge of children. Uh, Yes, I did touch on the big NCAA story yesterday, Uh, Zach, about the Longhorns in Oklahoma. We'll see if it happens. I've seen other things. I don't even want to get into that shit uh, today. Uh, But there you go. So, yes, China is still hiding stuff. Here's a sad story of what's going on in our world today. Here's the headline. The mascot will be transgender parents. That's perfect. Everybody can be happy then. Except people that have a ton of Indian stuff. Will they let people in the stadium wearing Indian apparel? I'm just wondering. L.A. restaurants are forced to close. What the fuck? As COVID cases in California hit the highest point since March, some L.A. restaurants that have prevailed through the pandemic lockdowns are now closing their doors as cases rise, mainly due to the Indian Delta variant. (laughs) Instead of the tomahawk chalk, they'll get the get off my fist or get off my lawn fist shake. It comes as they see an increase in the cases. Uh, Bottega Louie and the Village Idiot have all posted on their Instagram pages about closing. The Village Idiot restaurant said it closed because a fully vaccinated staff member was diagnosed with the virus. Now, wait a second. Joe Biden said fully diagnosed people can't get sick. At least 17 counties in California are urging residents to wear masks inside. 
Hospitalizations due to COVID have more than doubled in the last month. Look, man, the the government's going to control you over this. I mean, I've gotten to a point now after, what, 20 months of this? I am so exhausted. I am so beat down. I don't know what I'm beat down more from. People not doing their jobs or coronavirus. I honestly, I, I, I do not know. This is true insanity to me. Didn't we prove that lockdowns don't work? I, I, I mean, let's look at things. And yes, I live in Texas, but let's look at Florida. I haven't heard giant numbers coming out of Florida, and I would imagine if they had any kind of numbers, oh, the media would be jumping all over right-wing conservative Ron DeSantis. Governor Wheel said there will be no mask mandate in the state of Texas. People are jumping all over him. The media here is jumping all over him for it. And by the way, if you're like that, that stupid idiot I got into the fight with on Facebook this week, about how the media isn't controlled by the left, wake the fuck up. God, I want—I I honestly want to slap people when they, oh, God, the media's not, Donald Trump controlled, Donald Trump did not control the fucking media, assholes. Cleveland wiped Indian, uh, Indian reparations from their team just like they wiped them off their land. By the way, uh, here's something that won't be reported unless you listen to me. Deaths have continued to remain flat. 29 deaths in the state of California due to the horrible and dreaded coronavirus. Oh, dear Jesus. We need to ban automobiles because far more than 29 people have been killed in the last week in automobile wrecks in the entire state. And are the politicians in California just that stupid because L.A. County was the first in the country to require even vaccinated people to wear their masks? But wait, I forget our leader, Joe Biden, two nights ago with Don Lemon on CNN town hall meeting that they couldn't sell out, said if you're vaccinated, you're not going to get sick. So what is it? Like, literally, I I know you guys are confused, and I'm confused. I'm just reporting stories. I don't even know what to think anymore. I have to literally, like, like wring my hands and, and scratch my head. I don't get it anymore. We are no longer America. God damn it. And sadly, we are the only ones that can fix this. <sighs> oh, fuck. There's a gin facade. Unvaccinated people should be more fearful than the vaccinated of the Delta variant. Remember, because now this is a pandemic of unvaccinated people. 
Young Harm says, I've given up on trying to find logic in all this. I hear you. Oh, I hear you, brother. I, I, I don't even know what to uh, I mean, honestly. And this one surprised me, this next story. Californians are now split on Newsom as recall electioneers. They say that as many as 48% of Californians want to keep Gavin Newsom. Hey, Californians, are are you all in comas? You want to keep this guy? You want to keep the Joker in office? Are you serious? Let me say this, California. And I do not say this in a mean way at all. I promise you that because... I know a large part of my listening base is in California, and I know a lot of people there, and I'm friends with people there. Um, But know this. If you do not recall this man, you reap what you sow. His political career is all but over. And if you think him making that announcement a few weeks ago about how the state of California was going to take care of your rent, wasn't buying your votes, then, and and by the way, wouldn't that be considered, how can the governor make a statement like that in the middle of a recall election? He's flat out buying your votes. You're selling it, and I understand why. I get it. I told, look, look, look. This isn't because you're a deadbeat and you haven't wanted to pay. You haven't been able to pay because everywhere you work is closed. I get it. And I get why that, that, look, I understand it. But for him to come out and make that announcement, it's like, hey, uh, remember me. I, I, I made sure that, you know, your rent was taken care of. Uh, my pops makes excuses for him and wants him to stay. We are very different in our political views. Adam J says, we knew this was coming. 40% of California are retarded facts. (laughs) Sorry, Douglas, he says. Only anti-trans people want to keep Newsom. Hashtag Jennifer, hashtag Governor Balls. I don't don't understand. I I mean, what what more does he have to do? Does he have to sodomize a goat, a baby goat, so he he then is a kid toucher? That was funny. That was fucking great. That was genius how that worked out. Because baby goats are called kids, you see. Is he going to have to do that to get him kicked out of office? I mean, he allows PG&E to turn off. Like, like, think about this. He, as the governor of California, allows PG&E to shut off electricity. And I know there was a big story yesterday that PG&E is going to be burying power lines and this and that and the other. Okay, great. But he let him off the hook, man. Tons of people died in paradise on his watch. You guys are going to reelect him? Yep, like I said, you reap what you sow. He fucked a goat, he'd get the Muslim vote. Oh, he's already going to get that because he hates America just as much as anti-American Muslims do. 
God Almighty. How about this? This is fantastic. A new city council measure, and they're going to vote on it. It's going to be a ballot measure whether they want to replace the Minneapolis Police Department. They're going to allow voters in the city uh, to vote if they want a police department or not. If the city council votes in favor of the uh, amendment, it would appear on general election ballot for Minneapolis on November 2nd. Now, I, I don't see anywhere in this story what it says they're going to replace the police with, but um, the whole, mm, if you get rid of the police department, who's in charge? This is far past defunding them. This is a ballot measure to remove police from Minneapolis. But remember, Donald Trump was the bad one. (laughs) They'll replace him with the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, Can we agree Democrats are anti-American, or is that just how I feel? I think, look, that's the bad thing. Not all Democrats hate this country. No, they don't. Look, I, I, I can't I can't say that Democrats hate this country. I think the progressive movement in this country hates this country. It's the progressives. You see, like 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 this is the thing. This is the thing. This is what takes backbone. Do you remember the the uh, what were they called? The Tea Party. Remember the Tea Party? How they tried to overrun the Republican Party. And we all kind of knew that the, the Tea Party was like super-duper right-wing. And we know we don't need extremists running this country. And, and look, if you're a Tea Party, I'm sorry to call you extremists, but that's the way the rest of the country looked at you, including the Republican Party. And they said, yeah, we're going to go ahead and stand up to them and keep them in their place. You see, Democrats, the one thing Democrats don't have, and they have lost this ever since LBJ, They lost their backbone. Liberals have never had a backbone. Progressives, though, have come in and they say, we're going to take this party over. And the Democrats are allowing them to do so. The AOCs of the world. Hello, there's a progressive right now, second in command. Can you imagine? I just want you to think about this real fast. You want to be scared? Let me scare you. Remember how everybody was so worried that if John McCain won, I can't even think of the broad's name now, the, the hot governor chick from Alaska, she was only one heartbeat away from becoming president. How come nobody has said that now about Kamala, the Indian giant, who is a progressive? She is one heartbeat away from becoming the United States government, or the the leader. (laughs) Young Harms says it's the progressives. I knew Flo was behind this. 
Hang Town Chin says, yes, because removing the police is the answer. We have all experienced firsthand how well people behave and drive without a cop around. That flows beautifully. Hell, let's run an entire metro area like that. Yeah. Sarah Palin, that's it. Remember how everybody shit all over Sarah Palin? She's one heartbeat away from winning, uh, becoming the president. Say the same thing with this progressive. AOC wants nothing more than to take that gavel out of Nancy Pelosi's hand and put it in her own. Progressives hate America. And they've adopted, like, and, and I'll say this right now, from everything I'm seeing now, there's a big change going on in the indigenous people, the feathers, not dots, Indian people. By the way, speaking of that, I put a post yesterday on Facebook about this. Please, 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 whatever you do, if you have time today to think good thoughts or if you do pray or anything like that, can you please keep our friend Stackar in, in your thoughts? He and his family are going through a very tumultuous time right now. Yesterday was his 40th birthday. And, and look, you know I'm the biggest fan of birthdays. And I imagine he probably didn't get to enjoy it as much as he really should have and deserves to. So please, say, Stackar is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. He is friendly. He is kind. His family is friendly and kind. They're welcoming. Please, 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 whatever you do, send Stackhart good thoughts, good vibes. If you see him post something on Facebook, please make a comment. I hate it when, when bad things happen to ask family members. I really, really do. But... They, the progressives have jumped on, and now this this new group, they're really, really, and I, I wish somebody had the balls next to me to say this. I would love to stand in front of a large group of progressives and stupid, idiot, you know, fucking liberals and explain to them the way the world worked. And, and you can do that simply by showing them the movie Gladiator. Because when empires rolled into a place, they took it over. They raped the women, they killed the children, and for sure they killed all the men. And then they took the land and they made it their own. Okay? That was the way America worked. That was the way the world worked. So, of course, when Christopher Columbus came to America and found this new land, we did the exact same thing. And then when more of us got here, we did the exact same thing because that is the way the world worked. Now, do I think the treaties and the, the shit that we gave the Native American people was enough? No. No. Do, do you want my honest opinion? I'm going to give you my honest opinion, and this is not going to be popular, and I don't care. Do you know what those people should have done? They should have murdered every single Native American rather than force them to live this fucking horrible life that they have to live now. And I, I imagine that their lives are not great. Living on a reservation is probably one of the worst things in the world. 
See, but that's what that softness. See, the English were soft. Do you think that? Do you think like if somebody else had discovered America, you think there'd be any indigenous people left to even talk about it? Outside of people that were were only this way because their ancestors were raped by by I don't know mongrels that came over to this country. Well, Douglas, he says, shit, it still works that way. Look at China. Well, that's the thing, is that according to the Geneva Convention, or one of those fucking treaties that were signed, Treaty of Versailles, I don't know when it was, but they came up with an agreement that if you won a war, that didn't mean you won the land. I mean, Jesus Christ, the Middle East should be the 52nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th state by now if we were allowed to do our jobs. But we don't fight wars that way anymore. China may. Just saying. They don't attack us because too many Americans own guns. So the best way around that, maybe a biological weapon. I don't know. Maybe created in a lab. Maybe this was a test run. Because in that lab, there is a SARS. This this is the one you need to be worried about. There is a, a SARS variant. That kills at least 15% of all people that get it. Or, or whatever gets it, gets it. 15%. Now, I want you to close your eyes unless you're driving. And I want you to think about it. Think about the pandemonium that happened because you had a 99. You only have an 85% survival rate with that. How many people are going to die when that one's released? Think about it. And I hate to be so down and and shitty on a Friday because it's Friday and we got fun shit to do. But this is the world that we live in. I mean, this is the world that we live in now that California gives female inmates condoms and Plan B because they have now said... It's okay for men to live in women's prisons in California. All a male has to do is say, oh, I identify as a female, and poof, he's out of San Quentin, and he's in wherever the ladies are. By the way, rapes are at an all-time high in women's prison. Women incarcerated, this is the quote, this is the story. Women incarcerated in California's largest women's prisons are describing the conditions as, quote, a nightmare's worst nightmare. New resources are a tactic admission by officials that women should expect to be raped when housed in prison with men, where all sex is considered non-consensual by default within the system. What is happening now are these men who quote-unquote identify as women who can't cut it, they can't pass the mustard in a men's jail, so they're going to go to the ladies' jail, and they're going to ride roughshod there. And lo and behold, they're going to get women pregnant. Why else would you hand out condoms at an all-female prison? Hmm? Hmm?
And by the way, those are your ta- tax dollars buying those condoms. By the way, Gavin Newsom made sure that passed through. So now you're going to reelect a guy who uses your tax dollars to buy condoms for rapists in women's prisons. So I'm saying it right now. If you vote for Gavin Newsom, you endorse rape. There it is right there. Hey, everybody want to say if you're if you're a fan of Donald Trump, you're a racist. Okay. If you support Gavin Newsom, you stand side by side with rapists. It's the truth. I didn't I didn't make anything up. That's not hyperbole. That's not make believe. That's real. Way to support rape, everybody. Or 48% of California. GUS6 says to make balloon animals to pass the time. Oh, God, I wish. I wish they were doing that. Uh, don't get me started on the waste and the bullshit that goes on in the prison. Oh, I, I understand, Alicia. I know that you work there. Oh, I get it. Believe me, girl, I get it. But my God. I mean, really? By the way, oh, oh, okay. Now, now we're done with the first segment, so that's good. Got that shit out of the way. Now we can get celebrity-ass deathmatch and other things and a huge announcement that will be coming up after we play music. First, though, we have to get to this uh, before we get to celebrity. I have a new term for everybody. Oh, a new term I learned yesterday. And it's kind of like the Kentucky Klondike. Not near as bad, though, as the Alabama Hot Pocket. By the way, if you don't know what those are, please look them up. This is the Alaskan Snow Dragon. Now, what is the Alaska Snow Dragon? Well, I'm glad you asked. The Alaskan snow dragon is when a male ejaculates into, it comes, uh, so one of these here, into a female's mouth and then clamps her jaws shut with his hands at the same time informing her he has an STD. (laughs) Anyone will do. She will immediately release the semen through her nostrils And now you have made her perform the Alaskan Snow Dragon. (laughs) Oh, now see, that's a Friday topic right there. This shit I started off with today, not, not Friday topics. That right there is a Friday topic. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, look up Green Bay. (laughs) I don't want to look that up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I've got to look this up. The Green Bay Butter Churner. Oh, boy. A horrible multi-state sexual act. (laughs) That's just genius right there how that's written. In the first stage... Milk is procured from a lactating woman. (laughs) Then the woman is anally fisted 
until she has attained anal width sufficient to receive the insertion of her own breast milk. Then she is ass-fucked until the milk turns into butter. The butter is then extracted and served over toast. That cannot be real. Oh, my God. Oh, oh dear God. I'm not going to look up Brazilian fart. I'm going to make a phone call here. Uh, let's see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I want Green Bay Supermarkets. Okay, here we go. Good Fortune Supermarket. Let's give them a call. Shall we? Let's have a little bit of fun. Hello. Yeah, you betcha. Uh, how you doing this morning? Okay. Is this the uh, is this the grocery store? Uh, may I have a you? Uh, yes, I was wondering if you had any of the uh, Green Bay Butter Churner there. What? Green Bay Butter Churner? You Do you sell that there? The Green Bay Butter? Green Bean Butter. Green Bay Butter. Do, do you speak the English? Well, like, uh, that's for a dry one. I'm sorry, I don't speak Cantonese. Okay. All right. Well, I got to call somebody else now because they, they didn't get it. That lady was stupid. Ooh, Central Market. How about we call them? No, that, 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 I don't want a damn, no, I don't want a grocery store near me. I don't want one in London either. I want something in, I want something in Wisconsin. Wisconsin supermarkets. Okay, there we go. Wisconsin Super Give me a list. Grocery store. Oh, there we go. Mowers Market. Oh, there we go. I'm going to call Mowers Market. Mars Market, Jennifer speaking. How can I help you? Yeah, how you doing today down there? Good. Uh, just wondering, uh, do you guys have the new Green Bay Butter Churner in there yet? No, we don't. You guys don't have that one? Do you know any stores that is carrying that? No, I don't. Okay, well, you betcha. You have a good day and go Packers, eh? You too. <laughs> it's probably in aisle two. And no, we're not having toast for dinner tonight. If I do go out in public today and you do not do your job... I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. I will knock your ass out. You're goddamn right. I will. But before we get to my bail fund, which I'm sure that would be wonderful to add to the problems, uh, let's go ahead and... Uh, I don't want, uh, I want... I want death. Drops. That's what I want. 
Oh, it is time, ass family, for, for celebrity, celebrity, celebrity ass. 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 Today, we are doing game show host of all That's right. I have scoured my brain, remembering all the great game shows of the past and the men and women that hosted them. And today, we find out who will be on the Mount Rushmore of game show hosts. Let's get it on! And here we go. First one up. Who is this one a doozy? This one is going to be a slobber knocker like at a beer joint in Muskogee. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the one, the only, Bob Barker, the only host I will ever recognize from The Price is Right, taking on the man who hosted one of my all-time favorite game shows, the $25,000 Pyramid. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man that produced most of the game shows, but he only hosted a few. I give you the one and only, Dick Clark. So ask family, Bob Barker, Dick Clark, who you got? Stop the fight. Just stop. Oh, my God. Stop this fight. Immediately, Bob Barker moves on. Spay and neuter them animals, people. Next matchup. Oh, this first guy. He only hosted one game show. But let me tell you, it was a great game show. Then they tried to bring it back, and it sucked. That game show is called Press Your Luck. No whammies, stop! That man's name is Peter Tamarkin. Taking on that shit stain, that crumb bum, if you will, that tick turd, as Sheriff Buford, Justice of Texas, would call him, Drew Carey, who now hosts The Price is Right. Peter Tamarkin. Versus Drew Carey. Ask family, who you got?
Maybe not a lot of people knew him, but Peter Tomarkin moves on. Next matchup. Oh, God rest this man's soul. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we, we, we have a guy who, oh. Daria? What is Rotunderer? <laughs> no. <laughs> the one and only. He's from Canada, but I forgave that a long time ago. The man who hosted Jeopardy to perfection. The one and only Alex Trebek taking on the host of the original newlywed game, Bob Eubanks. Where they asked, where's the strangest place you ever had, Whoopi? A woman said, in the butt, Bob. Alex Trebek, Bob Eubanks. Ask them. Who you got? <laughs> Despite his mom being a whore. That was so funny. Stop it, Alex. Trebek moves on. How much do you want to see? See, I, I think Alex would have stood up for himself if Sean Connery really did come on the Jeopardy and he said, oh, Trebek, your mother's a whore. I think that, that Canadian yeah, hoop spa of Alex Trebek would go over there and make him slap him in the face. I'd like to see that, but we never will because both men are now playing Jeopardy in heaven, if you believe in that sort of thing. Last matchup of the Western Finals as family. And boy, oh boy, is this one going to be tough. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the man that hosts probably one of the most important and popular game shows of all time. A monetized version of the game Hangman that we all know and love. The one, the only, Pat Sajak. And he is taking on a man that did game shows a long time ago in L.A., but then brought it back to be, who wants to be a millionaire? My wife, Joy, and I were enjoying a dinner at Tavern on the Green, and she got a Cobb salad. I got a steak because I was going to watch Notre Dame. The one and only Regis Philbin. Pat Sajak, Regis Philbin. Ask family, who you got? Okay. 
can end this now? Yeah, it's over. And it's out of control because Pat Sajak moves on. So now we have to get into the hard part of things here, ladies and gentlemen. Who will be on the Mount Rushmore of game show hosts? We find out right here, right now in our first matchup. Bob Barker, God rest his soul, host of The Price is Right for like 78 years, taking on Peter Tamarkin of win, or not win, that that, that one's kind of, uh, press your luck. Press your luck. Peter Tamarkin, Bob Barker, ass family, who ya got? ourselves a winner we have ourselves a bus to put up on the mount rushmore and it is bob barker mj says bob for his role in happy gilmore <laughs> oh man this one right here is tough oh boy here we go you ready you ready for this one in the in the in the way to get on to mount rushmore i give you that canadian that hosted jeopardy Who is Alex Trebek taking on Pat? I'd like to solve the problem or the 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 puzzle, please. Pat Sajak, who was a weatherman before, and then replaced the original host, who we may have in the next round. I'm just saying, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Pat Sajak, Alex Trebek versus Pat Sajak. Ask family who you got. see Pat go so early as well, but it has to happen. Alex Trebek, or or yeah, Alex Trebek moves on. Half the faces of the mountain are ready to be carved. Bob Barker and Alex Trebek. We will continue with game show hosts after the next break. And yes, in the next break, I will tell you what the big announcement is here only at ArnieRadio.com. Would it be ever go back in the woodies 
all thought he acted funny. The old man didn't care about people anyway. All he cared about was his money. He stuff it all down in the mason jars and he'd bury it all around. And on certain nights, if the moon was right, he'd dig it up out of the ground. He'd pour it all out on the floor of his shack and run his fingers through it. Yeah, Lucius Clay was a greedy old man, and that's all that there was to it. But I couldn't believe it. I just had to find out for myself, and I couldn't conceive it. Cause I never would listen to nobody else, and I couldn't believe it. I just had to find out for myself. But there's some things in this world you just can't explain. The cable boys was white trash and lived over on Carver's Creek. They were mean as a snake and sneaky as a cat and belligerent when they speak. One night the oldest brother said, y'all meet me in the woolly swamp later and we'll take old Lucius's money and we'll feed him to the alligators. They found the old man out in the back with a shovel in his hand. Thirteen rusty mason jars he just dug up out of the sand. And they all went crazy and they beat the old man and they picked him up off of the ground swamp and stood there and laughed as the black water sucked him down. Then they turned around and went back to the shack and picked up the money and ran. They hadn't gone nowhere when they realized they were running in quicksand. And they struggled and they screamed but they couldn't get away and just before they went under they could hear that old man laughing in a voice as loud as thunder. It's been 50 years ago and you can go by there yet. There's a spot in the yard in the back of that shack where the ground is always wet. And on certain nights if the moon is right down by that dark wood path, you can hear three young men screaming. You Here we go. Man
this now we got my intro music out of the way okay cool september 17th 2021 i will be at the esquire imax theater doing my arnageddon stand-up show slash 50th birthday where yes gifts will be accepted just to let everybody know um and i have most of the show written and if you've ever seen me First of all, let me say thank you so much for coming and seeing my stand-up. And if you like it, thank you even more. Uh, you know there's a story that I do at the end of my stand-up show. It's one of the most popular stories I do. I've done it for years. And it's a great way to end things. Last night it hit me. And now I know how to do it. There is a, um, is everybody here? Is everybody ready for the announcement? Y'all ready for the announcement? A lot of comedians don't tell you what's going to be in the show. Well, I'm going to tell you what's going to be the very last segment of the show. As I was once told by a very uh, well-to-do television personality in the Sacramento area, we'll say his name rhymes with Mark S. Allen, about a secret. 
the greatest secret in Sacramento broadcasting. I am going to tell you a story about a... I'm going to tell you the truth about a story that's been going around now for five or six years. I figured a perfect way to tell this story. So, if you've been wondering all this time about a certain story, I'm not going to say what the story is. I'll let you figure that out on your own. If you've wanted to know the truth, well... The truth will be there that Friday night. And I will tell it. I will tell you the entire thing. I came up with a way, I came up with a way, and this is all I can say right now. I came up with the perfect way to tell you the story. Yep. Oh, it's happening. It is happening, Captain. That night it's happening. I'm going to tell it in a way that no one gets in trouble, no one gets hurt. Well, the protagonist of the story won't get hurt. Just put it that way. So everybody's always been wondering. I will put your mind at ease and tell you the truth. September 17th, 2021, Esquire IMAX Theater. Tickets are available right now at ArnieRadio.com. You click on the link. If you follow me on TikTok, look, I've got a, a thanks to Young Harm, my man up here. He gave me one of those link trees. And it, if you're on my TikTok, you can link it all over. If you're on my Instagram, all that shit links over. Go to ArnieRadio.com, click that link. It'll take you right to the IMAX uh, ticketing. And you scroll down, boom, there it is. Uh, Arise, damn it, penalized for not living on the West Coast anymore. I'm sorry. Yep. Hangtown Jen. Finally, I've been waiting to know about Richard Gere and the gerbils for ages. Finally, some truth. Yes. I can't confirm what the story is, but the truth will be out there. I've already called one of my shows the truth, and that was a pure marketing plan. This is not a marketing plan. It's going to happen. I promise you. And I'm very excited about it. And I, I, I mean, honestly, I didn't know how I was going to sleep last night. I, I'm in the middle of this conversation. And it hits me, and I start putting it together, and I have to apologize to my dad. I'm like, hey, I'm sorry. I'm interrupting our conversation with how I'm going to do this. Douglas says, I'm so bummed. I'll be in Yosemite, unfortunately, that weekend, and unfortunately will not be able to attend. It's all right, Douglas. Uh, it's quite all right. It's quite all right. It, it may be just possibly, let's see, the 17th, 18th, 19th, September 20th. If you're back then, if we're doing that, it, <laughs> if I haven't been arrested or, or sued, then uh, I, I will gladly tell the story again on that Monday. But if you want to get the, 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 the real version and you want to see the passion in my eyes, I'm sorry you can't be there, Douglas. I, I, I was looking forward to you being there, buddy. Maybe you assume it'll be closed because they're killing bears. People are running over bears there. Bears are going to start attacking at Yosemite. Just letting you know. 
So there you go. That is the big announcement. I, ho- I, I hope that was big enough for you. Uh, Arnie's going to use props. I think the pussy flashlight will be a good representation. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Straight Fire says, I'm getting the real version. Yep. Oh, oh look, look, look. I ain't going to say I'm going to hold back on that next Monday. But to see me do it and, and, and oh, I, I, I can't wait. And I have to say that I was going to tell it a certain way. And then speaking to Braddy Kid this morning, uh, oh, we, we figured out a, a much better way. Oh, my God. <laughs> Braddy Kid says, you'd rather go camping than see Arnie Lane. Uh, I'd go if I could, and may go fuck. You know, Adam J., I think you already know the story. There are certain people that, that know parts of the story. Hey, this is this is going to be, and and look, look, look. Will I name names? Though there will be some names used, sure. And and that's all I'm saying now. That's it. Poof. I, I, I look, look. If you know friends, and, and look, I, I feel bad for everybody that can't be there. First of all, I think it's going to be a great show with all the new material I've written and all the shit I've done. I, I think it's going to be a great show. This is the cherry on top. I, I will say this right now: this could be the best stand-up show I've ever done. I, 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 I know I say this all the time when I write this material. I can't get through writing this material without laughing. And I lived it. I lived all of this material. And I can't get through it laughing. I just want to see the show and hang out with you. Story be damned. Well, hey, man, Adam J., you're always welcome to come and hang out in Texas, buddy. Hey, Rise, my son was listening last week. Uh... To him, one look at your name, and he said, hey, Harry Potter fan. He even said arise correctly, explaining it's uh, Desiree spelled backwards, or desire, sorry. Uh, I never even noticed. Stand up so good, you'll have to sit down. Ooh, stand up so good, you'll have to sit down. Stand up so good, you'll slap your mama in the face. So there you go. There it is. Get your tickets now, arnieradio.com. Now we continue the show. All right. I hope I, I hope that 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 uh, that quenched your thirst for a moment. Because tonight is the night. It starts. But we already have another issue. Yeah, stop that. <laughs> well, you're not traveling to Michigan, Ohio. Look, like I said, I'm doing this one live first, and then I'll bring it to the show. So there you go. Uh, the Tokyo Olympics start tonight. No fans will be there. There is an opening ceremony, which I don't understand. This week, we had the greatest. Why can't you make this a Netflix special? I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know anybody that's willing to film it, and Netflix hasn't called me yet. Stackar says, good morning, all. I'm hoping I can make it to the show. I got a present, too. Oh, sweet. Well, shit, Stackar, I'll come to your damn 7-Eleven. 
I'll be in town. Look, look, here's the truth. I'll be in town all week. I'll be in town all week. I'm, I'm going to get to town on Monday, Monday night. I'm going to do the show, do part of the show on the, the Monday before that show. We'll get back to the Olympics here. I'm more important. Uh, I leave Sac- I, I leave Dallas for, for SAC on Monday. Tuesday, I've got a dentist appointment. Wednesday, I'm hoping to see my man Whitey at the tattoo shop. Thursday, I'm supposed to be filming a movie. We'll see. And then Friday, uh, Friday, we will be back on the air. There's a recording studio that I am using that Friday that has everything I need to be able to do a show. And I'm going to do a show on my birthday because those are always my favorite shows. It has been that way forever. Look at that. Hangtown Jen says, hey, Stack, our positive vibes to wife and family, my friend, and happy belated birthday. That's awesome. Like I said, please send good vibes to my friend Stackar. He is a he is a good and decent man. Dad, nobody deserves to be going what he's he and he's going through, especially him. Oh wow! Thank you. Uh, maybe Tuesday, Wednesday, she's going to be discharged. Another news: I'm selling the store. Too much going on for me to run a business. I, I man, that sucks. But, hey, you got to do what you got to do, buddy. You stay positive, though. You stay positive. Stay away from alcohol. Stackart, Stackart, if you need anything, please reach out to me. If you need anything at all, my friend. Uh, All right, back to the Olympics. So this week we did a story about the guy who was in charge of composing the theme for the Olympics and how he has resigned. They're still going to use his music, but he's resigned. Why? Well, because he bragged about this to the media back in the 90s that he once made a retarded kid eat his own poop and masturbate. Now, I look, look, I've done some awful things in my life. I've never done anything like that, and if I had, I would never fucking admit it. He bragged about it. Well, 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 well. Kentaro Kobayashi? was fired after a video surfaced of him making the widely gross and inappropriate comment during a comedy act 20 years ago. What was the comedy act? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was making fun of the Holocaust. Yeah, game over, dude. Now, here it is. I I, I don't have... uh, Okay. Ah! Okay, hey, note to people that put videos up, if you're going to put up, like, the the words underneath, they can't be in Japanese or another fucking language. Somewhere in there was a Holocaust joke. Now, I, I don't speak it. Was that going to be a part of the opening? I don't think so. Uh, Seiko Hashimoto said Thursday, when the footage was brought to his attention, he and other officials acted swiftly, removing Kobayashi from the high-ranking role. Ah, we found out Mr. Kobayashi, in his own performance, used a phrase ridiculing a historical tragedy. We deeply apologize for causing such a development 
the day before the opening ceremonies and causing troubles. Look, 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 I have never seen, look, how many more signs do they need to say don't play these games? First of all, last year it was kicked back because of COVID. Now there's an uptick in COVID, and they're like, ah, fuck it, we just won't have fans there. The composer of the Olympic theme for this year once made a special need kid jack off while eating his own poop. And now the director, the guy who was in charge of all the dancing and flag twirling and sign turning over, Fired because he made Holocaust jokes. The punchline was the third dog. Oh, man. Oh. That's called the Tokyo Sushi, the doo-doo roll. <laughs> Jesus. By the way, by the way, I am taking uh, advanced invitations to go to Makuni. Just to let everybody know, when I get back in Sacramento, the two spots I have to hit, Jim Boys, and you're like, wait a second, Arnie, you got great mag. I do, but I don't have gym boys, and I like gym boys tacos. Need me some gym boys, and I need me some Makuni. So there you go. So tonight, if you are dumb enough to look, I'm going to turn these opening ceremonies on because um, I'd like to. I'd like to see what they look like without fans. And it's we. It's going to be very strange. Very very strange. So there you go. Dave Co, where's my wallet? I'm taking advance invitations from anybody except Dave Co. I'm kidding, Dave Co. Of course I'd go with you. But I'm making sure you bring your damn wallet first. Now, I don't know if you guys noticed this yesterday, but there was a huge internet outage that hit Amazon. AT&T, Fidelity, FedEx, UPS, Southwest Airlines, Home Depot, and others. It impacted Continent uh, Delivery and Cloud Service Company, Akami, which said the outage was was not the result of a cyber attack. Now, that's what they're saying now. Now, remember... Cyber attacks have gone up. I don't, I don't know how many have there been, like three or four. So that would be 400% since January the 19th. I don't want to say who was in office on January the 19th because then I would seem like a partisan show. But I'm not a partisan show. I just want to say that Internet attacks have been up over 400% since January the 19th. Now, this was not an attack, but the government in Cuba... Last week, when the riots started in Cuba, and by the way, we haven't done shit about anything over there yet, um, and, and, and Mr. 24-7 Pitbull, he says this is the most important matter of our lifetime. I think actually the most important matter of our lifetime is we never have to hear this again. Disappear like Banksy, from ocean to ocean, sea to sea, I'm something that you gotta see. That's the worst song of all time. Easily. Easily the worst song of all time. Joe Biden sanctions Cuban officials over protest crackdown. You you sanctioned them? 
What now? What now aren't we going to send them? I, I, I mean, honestly, like, like, look, I saw a great, uh, a, a, a great, I forget who it was. It was a, it was a, a Cuban-born entertainer, a female, not Gloria Estefan. That's why I don't know who she is. Who came out and said what Barack Obama did by opening up the trade with Cuba a few years ago? By the way, that the guy who was in office on January nineteenth, and I don't want to mention the name because this is not a partisan show, uh, but he got rid of that 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 open trade with Cuba because, just like this singer said the other day, or entertainer from Cuba said, all that did was give the government more money. You built a bigger, more powerful government. Now, if I, I'm not blaming people that bought Cuban cigars. Fuck, if I could have bought Cuban cigars at that time, I would have. I understood why everybody was so excited. People wanted to travel there. But all that money, it's a communist nation still, and the government took all that money. These people are tired of living like that. They're tired of not getting vaccines. They're tired of all this stuff. And what does sleepy fucking Joe do? What does this dumb fuck do? I, I shouldn't say it. I'm going to say something I don't. I, I probably shouldn't say. Anyway. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Don't know. Don't know. Mad Hatter says, oh, no. No more Honda parts to keep their 57 Chevys running. Ogre says, induced walk in a bit, but uh, you get to bask in my annoying glow for now. Hey, look at that. Ogre is in the house. Good to see you on here, Ogre. I've missed you, buddy. I hope that you're doing well. I hope that your back is getting better on a daily uh, basis. What did Ogre cut? Uh, what did Mixler cut out? Oh, Buenos Dias, uh, induced walk in a bit. Uh, you got to take a walk? Okay. Well, hey, hey, just stay as long as you can. I, I'm glad you're getting better. Yeah, but good old Sleepy Joe, more sanctions. More sanctions against you. Hey, how about how about this? Huh? How about this? You know, if Castro ain't down there anymore, I would try the Bay of Pigs thing again. I don't know, maybe. It was a Democrat before that did it and failed miserably. Well, that's because they had intel because, uh, well, that president was later shot then. But like I said, not a partisan show. I find it funny that they just put sanctions on the government. All right, more sanctions on you. Fucking A, people. Doing much better. The rubbery uh, Derman cover is peeling off a bit at a time. Good, 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 good. Glad to hear, buddy. Glad to hear that. Now, this is something that I'm very excited about. I'm very excited to read this, this headline especially. That the Queen of England could withdraw Harry and Meghan's Platinum Jubilee invitation? What that is is the 70th anniversary of her taking over the queendom. Um, royal, royal sources inside Buckingham Palace and other royal households said they are increasingly getting more angry. And this book that Harry wants to put out will be the last straw. Dong much better. I thought it was a back issue. Hey, now, look at that. Look at that. (laughs) 
Um, I don't know about you, but let, let, let me just put it this way. If I came out, and I've done it, and, and look, this, this is what I expected, too. Not that I was a valued member of my family to begin with, because I wasn't. I'm not saying that for sympathy. I'm not saying it for any reason other than it's the truth. Everybody in my family that cared about me is now dead. So when I go on the rants against my family, they hold it against me, and rightfully so. Why I wasn't invited to certain weddings, and that's fine. That's fine. You've treated me like shit for years, and I finally told the story, and I'm getting what I deserve in your eyes by not being invited. I don't want to go. How about that? How about that? I'll be bummed that I missed my, my nephew Jamie's birthday. Gail says, just bought two tickets for Arnageddon. Can't wait for September 17th. Gail, thank you. Jen, I need something to pass the time. My dog is getting abused. No, he's not retarded. No. No, he's not retarded. <laughs> my favorite line out of 16 Candles. Um, this guy is an idiot. Look, 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 my, my, my family doesn't want anything to do with me, and vice versa. Fuck um. And, by the way, Harry, when you come out and you shit on your family, and you call them racist, and you call them all these things, and you take your wife's side, and you turn your back on your family, your family's going to turn back on you. Problem is, your family is the royal fucking family. I'm just, I, hey, hey, motherfucker, I'm just telling you right now, you better take that money from that book place. They're offering him $20 million. He said he accepts, and he's going to give it to charity. Fuck that charity. You're going to need that money. Living the lifestyle that you're used to living to, only producing 30 minutes of fucking content for Spotify, they're fixed to fire your ass and probably take you to court over the $100 million that Spotify gave you. When they could be doling that money out to a lot of people who do quality broadcasts each and every day that are actual content creators. I might know one. 35 minutes. And by the way, Megan has jumped on with some fucking animated show. I'm just going to tell you this right now. The animated show will flop. She wants to put an animated show on Netflix. Flop. It's going to flop. There's another $100 million. These two morons have gathered now 150, 100, 250, $270 million in this country in the year and a half they've been here. Remember, they weren't going to move here when Donald Trump was president, even though they did. They get paid, well, 275, well, what's that times two? $550 million. These two are getting paid $550 million for an hour. And they've only produced a half hour of it. So they've only gotten the 275. Isn't that, it, 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 I, I just don't get it. I, I, I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. I, I don't get our country. I, I don't get anything anymore. Like, whether it's policies, whether it's people not doing their fucking jobs, whether it's the, it wasn't me, I just don't get it anymore. 
I've got a story coming up. I know exactly who I was talking to. You know what? Let's fucking do this story right now since I, I, I'm in a mode right now. And a lot of people are going to hear this story and they're going to go, oh, man, that's awesome. How long before Megan leaves Harry? Women leave weak men like him all the time. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this right now. Uh, I think she leaves him. You say three years. I say it's going to be about a year and a half until somebody hires her. Until she gets an acting gig. Because that's what she wants. Look, Harry. Look, Harry's content with, with, you know, busting up that brown sugar as much as he can. Because obviously it's it, it, it's magical. She has magical vagina. Uh, question, are there actual tickets with a barcode to print out? Or do I just print out the order complete screen? I, I would, uh, uh, shit, Gail. Uh, anybody who's else has bought tickets here? I mean, like, like have it on your phone. Keep the order complete screen. I guess you can use that if you've got a, yeah, I would print that out. Or if you have, like, a cell phone, just keep it in your wallet there and then sh- show the scan bar. I, I, that's who I would talk to. Or I would call up the IMAX. I'm sorry I don't have that answer for you right now. I will look into it, though. I promise you, Gail. This headline came across uh, my scope yesterday. And let me go to the text messages back and forth. I sent this story to a dear friend of mine, a man who I consider a brother. Uh, close as, I, I would say in, in Reno, this guy, this guy would be my Tommy in Reno since Chris Payne is dead. He didn't really die. He's just dead to me. The headline is, First Female Sailor Completes Navy Special Warfare Training. For the first time, a female sailor has successfully completed the grueling 37-week training course to become a Navy Special Warfare Combatant Craft Crewman. Now, the way they write this and the picture they show you is lying. It shows a bunch of men sitting out in the Pacific Ocean completing their SEAL training. I sent this to my friend who was, uh, Ogre says, print the email or confirmation page just in case. Okay. I sent him this story, and he read it, and he texted me back. And this is a, 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 a brother of mine who was a Navy SEAL. Not only a Navy SEAL, but he was a Navy SEAL, in, SEAL instructor. And not just any instructor, he was a sniper instructor. And he says, and I asked him if I could quote him on this, and he said, absolutely. My thoughts are SWCC are boat drivers for us SEALs. They aren't even close to the same training. But the both happen to fall under the same banner of naval special warfare, so they slap a SEAL trident on the article and take advantage of the public's lack of distinguishing the two from each other and continue the long, unbroken tradition of sensationalizing an untruth. The media and our government is desperate to have a woman become a SEAL, to the point where they have to be straight-up dishonest. For the record, before SWCC was created officially in 2006, it was simply special boats. 
and it was open to women. I had female boat drivers when I graduated SEAL school in 93. It's nothing new. The big joke about SWCC was it was the dumping grounds for all BUDS washouts. BUDS are the training class to become a SEAL. It continues to say, we had a boat joke. We had a joke about spec boat drivers. You know what the hardest day is in a SWCC? The first day of BUDS training. <laughs> he continues and says, when you read the content of that laughable article, they make no distinction between BUDS and SWCC. They act like they are interchangeable. The article couldn't be more wrong. So, if you're going around and you see this story and you go, oh, my God, there's going to be a female Navy SEAL? G.I. Jane is real? No. Once again, the media lying to you. Arnie States telling you the truth. Arnie States, once again, doing his job. As long as the criteria wasn't changed, that's awesome, but I doubt she didn't get special treatment. She didn't go, no, 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 Kale, she didn't go through Bud's training. She, she didn't do Bud's. She didn't graduate from Bud's in nowhere. Nowhere in this story do they even mention Bud's. Buds is how you become a Navy SEAL. That was from a guy who was a Navy SEAL for close to 25 years, 20, eh, somewhere right around there. So d d don't get it, don't don't get it all flipped up. Uh, look, I, I congratulate. I imagine SWCC training is no fucking small accomplishment, and I say congratulations. But once again, the media lying to you. And here's the sad part is. The sad part is everything that, that my friend, the former SEAL, said is true. They want a woman there so much. And I don't know why. Because I'll say this, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The United States of America, even in 2021 is not ready to see a female get her head cut off on Al Jazeera television. It's not. We don't like seeing it when it happens to men. Can you imagine what happens if it happened to a woman? And that's what they do to Navy SEALs. If they catch a Navy SEAL, that motherfucker's losing their head. And I, I think stories like this are dangerous because it gives young girls, teenage girls, women that are in the military, it gives them this hope. It's false hope. Do I think that there are a few women in this world that could probably pass that? Yeah. I, I, I Look, I'm not saying it's impossible. But because of politicians and stuff like that, 
if you got uh, the, the cover of CNN.com or FoxNews.com and the first story you see is about a beheaded female Navy SEAL, America's not ready for that. That's why there are no women in the NFL, no women in boxing. We're allowing these men to go in these things and destroy women, which I think is wrong. But so be it. So there you go. <laughs> you know she wouldn't die because she would have to prop- tell the terrorists how to properly decapitate someone. <laughs> uh, uh, did you see that story I sent you about the tailsman? Uh, hold on. You just sent this, right? Let's see. Uh, hospitalized with COVID told CBS. Hold on a second. Let me read this one first. Uh, oh, th- this guy, yeah. I, I saw this story. Th- this is it. Look, look, this is what we knew was going to happen. Thank you, Douglas. Remember a couple weeks ago we talked about these Afghan uh, interpreters that helped our United States military immensely through the occupation there? Or I shouldn't call it occupation for our, for our time there. And the Biden administration is looking for other places for him. Didn't give him sovereignty in this country. Didn't allow them to come to the United States. Well, an Afghan interpreter for the United States Army was beheaded by the Taliban. Others fear they will be hunted down too. Of course they will. Douglas, thank you for that story. Um. I'm not even going to play the sound effect. No, no. I'm just going to say we knew this was going to happen. (laughs) They would cut off her head, and she would tell them to put it over there. And a minute later, she says, no, 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 put it over here. A little bit higher. Left side more. Oh, man. Just some fucking crazy shit going on in our world, isn't there? Ah, get rid of that. Dr. Dre. Boy, Dr. Dre got bad news yesterday. Well, maybe it's not that bad because he doesn't have to give up half. But a doctor ruled, or not a doctor, a judge ruled yesterday that Dr. Dre has to pay and pay big to his estranged wife, Nicole. He has to pay her $293,000 a month, which comes out to three point almost, yeah, $3.5 million a year. Until she gets remarried or either spouse dies. Now, let me just say this right now. As someone who had to pay spouse support, oh, it sucks. It's fucking terrible, especially when you didn't do anything wrong. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of this divorce. If he cheated on her, if she cheated on him, if she hit him, he hit her. I don't know any of that. I just know that in the state of California, as soon as one of the acting two parties goes, well, I've grown accustomed to living this lifestyle, They pretty much, they they have, they look, this is the way California works. 
They, they literally have a wage scale. On the left-hand side, they say how much spouse A makes, and then that, that goes horizontal. Vertical one goes how much does the other spouse make. And if it's quite the discrepancy, then they just meet the two in the middle, and they say this is what you owe. So now he owes three and a half million dollars a year to his ex-wife. One more reason the California fucking sucks. Amen. Stackhar says, call Hillary, the best hitman in the industry. Yeah, we'll be reading a story about how she killed herself recently. <laughs> Jesus. Oh my God. Look, if he, I, like I said, I don't know what happened. And, and by the way, I, I, I don't really like Dr. Dre enough. I like him. I, I don't know enough about him or like him enough to look into what the cause of this split up was. Uh, who was that about? That was about uh, Dr. Dre the rapper. Thank God we're poor. Amen to that. Uh, so there you go. Dr. Dre having to pay fucking 300 grand a month. I thought it was bad that I had to pay so much that I had to pay. But shit, Dr. Dre, you're making some bank. Now, there's stupid, and then there's stupid, stupid, and then there's, god damn it, what the fuck? This DoorDash driver is a, god damn it, what the fuck? after a viral TikTok video exposed the fact that this DoorDash driver had stole a taco from an order. You you think that's why you were fired from DoorDash? You, you, You think? The uh, Catherine Hahn, who posts on TikTok, shared about her experience ordering Taco Bell from the food app. Hahn noticed that the bag containing her family's order had been ripped open, and after distributing the item, she realized that her Doritos Locos tacos, which were delicious, are missing. She didn't think anything of it because items go missing all the time because maybe they didn't put it in. Not going to worry about it until she saw this moron's fucking video. The picture of the DoorDasher sent showed her fingers, which were obviously covered in Dorita dust. Oh, oh, I've got the video here. Okay, we've got the video. Let's see. So, chances are you know what DoorDash is. Uh Uh-huh. You order your food, yep. dasher in the area, goes out, picks it up, brings it to your house. Thank you. Okay, so I ordered Taco Bell today. I go outside, and the bag is ripped open. Okay. Which is fine. Things happen. It's cool. Sure. No big deal. There you go. I get inside. I divvy out all the food to the family. And I go to grab my food, and this was missing. Oh. My Doritos Locos Taco. Ooh, it's sour cream. Okay, also common. Happens all the time. Not really going to worry about it. Well, just get it. Go ahead and get me a little refund. Call it a day. Mm-hmm. And then I get this picture from my dasher. Y'all. Oh, my God. 
Tell me that ain't Dorito dust on this woman's Holy face. Holy shit. That is fantastic. Here you go. I haven't seen that video yet. You got to watch this shit. You can clearly see her hands are caked in Dorito dust. The Dorito, <laughs> the DoorDasher should have said it wasn't me. Well, that's how they're going to get rid of it. It wasn't me. Dude, you were caught. You are caught orange-handed, sir. Jesus Christ. How can you be that damn stupid? I love our world sometimes. I mean, I don't understand it at all. But, man, sometimes it just makes enough sense for me to laugh at. So you're going to steal a DoorDash, then take a picture of it and say, hey, there it is. Because that's what they do. They'll take a picture of your food and they'll send it to you saying, hey, your order's at your front door. Fucking A. Fucking A. By the way, the new season of Ted Lasso starts today on uh, Apple TV. Uh, A show that I fell in love with with Jason Sudeikis. Great. Indiana, Texas, and OU. Whoa. Is is that real? Hold on a second here. Let let me... uh, let me find uh, another source. Cleveland announces, oh, God, and their logo is gay as shit, the Guardians. Wow. It is official. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, get ready to be excited, Longhorns fans. Because the Longhorns. Confirmed by ESPN and the Austin Statesman. Says that talks between the SEC and Oklahoma and Texas have been going on for over six months. And the move could happen within a matter of weeks. Now, let me say this. That ain't good for this year. Next year, oh boy. Oh, I'm smelling something fucking delicious here. The horns going to the SEC will do one thing and one thing only. It will shut down the pipeline to schools like Florida, Georgia, not necessarily Alabama, but yes, Alabama. Alabama's not going to be getting the recruits that Texas has given them year after year after year because Texas gives up recruits to Oklahoma every year. But now, and I know the kid decided they, that he was going to go to, uh, who's he, what's it, uh, Ohio State. This kid who has the greatest mullet I've ever seen out of South Lake Carroll. He's going there. This this might lure him back. But, hey, I might not want him back because this could be the nail that gets Arch Manning to Texas. Um, I, I've seen an outline they want to do. It's going to become a 16-team conference. Four teams and uh, they'll do four separate uh, in conferences, four teams each. Oh yeah, oh ogre, you're absolutely right. Holy shit, A and M is sweating. A and M is shitting their pants. <laughs> Poor Aggies. 
poor Aggies. Welcome to being our little brother again. Can't wait. Can't wait to start up that rivalry. How did that rivalry end? Huh. I Oh, that's right. It was at Texas A&M. And uh, oh, what was the kicker for the, the, the Ravens, the greatest kicker in NFL history, Justin whatever his name is, played for the Longhorns, hit the game-winning field goal at A&M. Uh, fuck you, Aggies. And yes, the Big 12 will be completely dead. Now, since I can, okay, so, so let's see how conferences go. So that leaves, we only have 10 teams in this conference, even though they call it the Big 12. Uh-huh. Baylor, Tech. Who else? Who else is in the conference? Oh, OSU. That really does. OSU, I think, is a school that gets uh, screwed the most. Um, Oklahoma State, Tech. I don't even know. Oh, West Virginia. They shouldn't be in this conference anyway because uh, they're Mountain Mamas. Oh, fucking ain't Christ, Arnie. Just fucking look it up. Don't think you can do it all on your own. People don't want to hear you thinking. Justin Tucker. Yeah, that's it. I don't want college sports. I want college football. More NCAA football. There it is. Okay. Conferences. Standings. I don't know if I have standings yet. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right, here we go. So looking at the Big 12 right now, well, it's, uh, uh, Iowa State, they've come on late, but they still suck balls because they're Iowa State. Oklahoma State is the school that gets screwed the most. TCU, West Virginia, Kansas State, they suck out loud. Texas Tech, they're getting screwed too. Baylor and Kansas. I think what that what will happen is, is that conference right there will sweep up people like SMU, because SMU is coming on, and that's about the power level that that is. SMU will end up there. I imagine that West Virginia is probably going to pull out because it makes no sense for them to be in there. They should either be in the ACC, where they would be a doormat, of course, or they should join the Big East, where they could actually win some games. And I think if you added SMU and took West Virginia out, one, two, three, four schools there. Oh, wait, TCU, five. Iowa State, Iowa State's not going to last long. As soon as that coach leaves, they're done. And, of course, uh, Baylor, the, the fa- Baylor Bears, uh, the rapists. <laughs> hey, is Harrison listening today? Is Harrison here? Harrison, where do you stand on this? You big tech guy. You grew up a Longhorn fan, but now you're a tech guy. Rice is cheering the move. See, Rice, Rice could join up with that league. Rice could join them. SMU and Rice could join. I th- I think a lot of these schools. I think they're going to try to build super conferences all over the country. That's what that's what I think is going to happen. The SEC now is the greatest conference known to mankind because they've included the Longhorns and the, you know. The, the 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 incest school OU. <laughs> I know. I was trying to be nice. Arise, arise. She texted me last or sent me a message on Instagram saying, "Wow, you're a little rough on Oklahoma today." <laughs> I was like, "Well, 
I, I hate Oklahoma, but not near as much as I hate A&M. And I love it. Oh, God almighty. Oh, I am just licking my chops. I know a game I want to go to. Oh, boy, do I want to go to that Tennessee game. Whoo, daddy. Watching my horns whoop volunteer ass. Oh, it gets me fucking harder than Superman's kneecap. All right, we can beat Mississippi State. We can beat Arkansas. We can beat Ole Miss. LSU, good game. Auburn, good game. A&M, we're going to fuck this. Ah, Texas A&M, get ready, because this ain't funny. My name's Arnie States, and I want some fucking money. I will stomp a mud hole in your ass and walk it dry. That's going to happen on a yearly basis. Alabama, well, once you stop stealing all the great recruits out of the state of Texas, Vanderbilt, oh, my God, we might score 100 points in that game. South Carolina, don't care. Kentucky, fuck you. Ooh, basketball conference just got a lot better in the SEC. Missouri Tigers, what a joke. Georgia, don't ever come to our state and recruit again, you motherfuckers. And the Florida Gay Tours, cannot wait. All right, now I'm kind of excited about it. Sorry, sorry, I had to go on that 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 tangent there. And it's funny that this story comes out the day after it says that Texas is ranked the second worst state in the United States to live in. And let me just say, I fucking agree. If you're looking to move somewhere, do not come to the state of Texas because it's terrible. Oh, my God, we carry guns. It's hot. The people are friendly. They arrest you if you pick blue bonnets. We have the best ice cream known to mankind. Dr. Pepper, stay away. Oh, it's horrible. This was on CNBC's website. The 10 worst states to call home. Missouri and Nevada tied at number three. Arizona's number one. Arkansas, Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, and Tennessee. And, of course, the great state of Texas. Hey, that's fine with me. Stay out. Stay out. Bugs, there you go. We got big-ass bugs. We, we got scorpions that bred with spiders that like to drink acid and then shoot it on people. You know what, though? That don't affect us. You know why? Because we're bad motherfuckers here. This is the land of the BMFers. By the way, Ogre, uh, did you see that Hollywood is moving to New Mexico? Huge story yesterday broke about how Hollywood is taking full-on advantage of all the tax breaks New Mexico is giving them, and a lot of movies are going to be shot there. I expect to see you in a movie soon. I didn't hear Oklahoma on that list. Nope. No, they were just saying it, th- these are the uh, – Texas is the second worst to live in in the United States – Oklahoma actually secured the number one spot of the worst place in the world to live. So that's a little bit bigger than just the United States. So I I just want to let you know that it (laughs) rise. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, uh, yeah, let's do this. Uh, Oh, yeah, so many film companies are trying to score discounts on meth. (laughs) Oh, that's good stuff right there. 
Okay, we got to take this one out. Okay, take that one out. And take this one out. Okay, and delete everything else. Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, that looks good. That looks great. Okay, boom, boom, boom. Let's see, take that, put that in receipts. Boom, receipts done. Billy Bob, oh, on sale now. Let's see who's coming. Ross Cooper? No. See, we get terrible concerts here. Another reason why not to come here. Don't come to Texas. And the cops here are professionals at looking the other way. Actors could commit murder and get away with it. Fucking A. Richard Blake is there. Fuck, OJ just heard that. OJ's going to get back into acting. Didn't Texas just have a bunch of bitches run to D.C.? I'm calling BS. Texas has weak individuals as well. Well, th those bunch of bitches are called Democrats, so I'll, I'll just go ahead and say that. By the way, this is a, a and this is a still, still a Republican state. Just let everybody know. Uh, all right, it is time once again. Ask family, are you guys ready? we got to continue this. I mean, it is time now. <laughs> To continue the Mount, Mount, Rushmore, Mount Rushmore, Rushmore of Game, game Show, show Hosts. In our first round, Bob Barker and Alex Trebek wade through people like Peter Tamarkin, Bob Eubanks, and even Pat Sajak to get mentioned and get on the Mount Rushmore of Game Show Hosts. Now we find out who joins them next. And here we go. Ask family, are you ready? This name I saw a lot mentioned yesterday, and this list was already done. He's on the list. My grandmother hated this game show host with a passion. She said, if that son of a bitch ever comes to me and tries to kiss me, I'll kick him square in the jewels. Grandma Edna hated. She hated the host but loved the show. The show was... The Family Feud, and the original host was the one and only Richard Dawson. Richard Dawson. Uh, I got. Let's see. Uh, sorry, I'll miss the Mount Rushmore and your big announcement. I already made the announcement. Ogre, I made the announcement. The announcement was uh, uh, the, there's going to be a truthful story told at my Sacramento show on September 17th. A, a, a story that. Uh, Everybody has been asking for for years and now can be told. It's going to happen. All right, so we got Richard Dawson taking on the man who, 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 who hosted the Pictionary game. The man who hosted a lot of different game shows. The man's name is Burt Convy. So Richard Dawson versus Burt Convy. Ask family. Who? Ya got. I will try, Ogre.
grandma had done. Date Rape Dawson. We have a winner, ladies and gentlemen. It is Richard Dawson moving on. Who will join him in this battle of old school game show hosts? These, both these guys are so old, they used that weird microphone that was so skinny that had the ball on the top. The first one is the guy who hosted To Tell the Truth and then Match Game. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Gene Rayburn. And he is taking on the guy who would say, hey, I got a $100 bill for anybody who's got a blue lipstick container in their purse. The one and only host of Let's Make a Deal. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Monty Hall. Gene Rayburn versus Monty Hall. Ask family, who ya got? ourselves a winner, ladies and gentlemen, and it is the one and only Monty Hall. Monty Hall moves on. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, boy. This guy hosted a great game show. It was called Tick Tack Doe and possibly has the greatest name ever when it comes to game show hosts. I am giving you the man, the myth, the legend, Wink Martindale. Oh, but he is taking on an OG of OGs. Not only did he host Scrabble, not only did he invent the Be Back in 2 and 2 on uh, the date, whatever that show, uh, Love Connection, that was the show, Love Connection. But he was the original host of the Wheel of Fortune. Ask family, I give you the one and only Chuck Woolery. So Wink Martindale versus Chuck Woolery. Ask family, who you got?
ladies and gentlemen, the OG host of Wheel of Fortune, Chuck Woolery moves on. Chuck Woolery moves on. Our final matchup in the Western Conference. Ladies and gentlemen, it is easy. He only hosted Family Feud, that's all, but he made it his own. And I'm not talking about uh, that, that guy who hung himself. I ain't talking about the guy that was that was on Home Improvement. I ain't even talking about the guy who played Peterman or that weirdo, that fat guy, Louis Anderson. I'm talking about the one and only Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey taking on a man who brought back to life the Battle of the Hollywood Squares and then moved on to host Dancing with the Stars. Ask family, I say Tom Bergeron. Steve Harvey versus Tom Bergeron. Ask family, again, I ask. That's what I said. Who you got? I saw a clip of Steve Harvey, and it was like NFL players, and Bruce Smith of the Buffalo Bills was in final, uh, Family Feud final. And they said, you know, name something hard you nail in in wood or whatever. And he said his penis. And Steve Harvey went to go to ask the next question. He goes, wait, what the fuck did you just say? It was fucking great. So Steve Harvey moves on. Now, here we go. Now we're going to find out who is on the actual Mount Rushmore. You guys ready? I'm ready. Here we go. First matchup, the one and only kiss-stealing man himself, Richard Dawson, taking on, let's make a deal guy himself, Monty Hall. Richard Dawson, Monty Hall, ass family, who ya got? there, but Richard Dawson still moves on. Now let's get to our final finals. 
He is on the Mount Rushmore of game show hosts now. We find out, will it be Chuck Woolery or will it be Steve Harvey? Family Feud, Love Connection, Family Feud, Regional Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud, Scrabble. Ask family, I have to ask, between Chuck Woolery and Steve Harvey, who ya got? Ladies and gentlemen, we have a tie. We have a tie. Douglas, uh, Steve Harvey after Ghost is the last one we have. We got to ask who you got. Who you got? Is it is it going to be Steve Harvey? Is it going to be uh, Chuck Woolery? Ask family. I need to know. First vote now wins. First vote after Ghost in Nevada, if you haven't voted already, wins. Who will it be? I can't go on. Oh, I can't go on. And I need to pee. Oh, look at that. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Oh, my God. Steve Harvey wins. Steve Harvey. Oh, young harm came to the rescue there. Steve Harvey. Wow. What an upset. The Mount Rushmore is set, and we will find out who the face is at the end of the show today. When we battle between Bob Barker, Richard Dawson, Alex Trebek, and Steve Harvey, only here at ArnieRadio.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, welcome back to the Big Friday Show. Gotta love the ting-tings on a Friday. That, that, that song just gets you up and gets you moving. I, I, I took a dump during that song, so there you go. Uh, hey, Young Harm, uh, if you wouldn't mind, I, I know that you're a busy guy. And I feel like I take advantage of you, and I try not to. I promise you that. But your artwork is so fucking good. The Ass Family loves your Mount Rushmore's, and all every piece of artwork that you see up, he's done. He is amazing. Is there any way I could get you to send me something that says, in case you missed today's announcement, don't miss September 17th. Esquire IMAX, something like that. But you have to put Esquire in there, IMAX Theater. That would be great. I would really, really appreciate it. So there you go. Along with the Mount Rushmore that I'm going to send you here in just a little bit when the show ends. (laughs) I just walked out there. I saw Bubba. Bubba's in his little cage. Now, look, look, I give Bubba a hard time. I I don't know what I would do if something happened to Bubba. If, if something happened to Bubba, I might go on a fucking 10-state killing spree because he provides me with so much entertainment. Now, he pisses me off, too, like there's no tomorrow. But Bubba is, is, is so funny. I love French Mastiffs for their personality because they're pussies. They aren't tough whatsoever. No matter what you watch on Turner and Hooch, they ain't tough. I caught him. Thank you, Young Harm. I appreciate that. I just caught him in his cage. He's dead ass asleep. I, I, look, I looked at him and I go, Baba! Didn't move. I thought he was dead. He's got his big ass front right paw. Literally, it's the size of a human hand. And it's in his bowl. It's just in his food bowl. Food bowl's empty, of course. He is just fucking out. And he's got this new thing he does now. Where he likes to sleep in doorways... That way he can he can put his head up. His head is elevated. So there you go. Yeah, but Bubba just makes me laugh a lot, and, and I need to laugh today. Let me tell you, when this show's over, fucking all the lights are getting turned out. I'm going in my room, and I'm going to sleep for the rest of the fucking afternoon because my body is tired. I feel it, it's my depression. It's kicked in. I've gotten through the show, and I only got through the show today because of you guys. So thank you very much for getting me through this show because it's more important to me to entertain you guys than anything else in this world. So thank you guys very, very much. And uh, Arise just texted. I, look, I, I wish I knew somebody who, who had a, a better way to stream. I would love to figure out a way to stream this stand-up show. If I can, I will. I'll tell you that right now. And I, I ain't going to charge out the yin-yang for that. But uh, well, let, me, let me work on that. Let me try to figure all that stuff out. Now, we have to continue the show because we have to find out who the face of this Mount Rushmore is. And, by the way, another announcement. You guys might not like this, but, look, this is just the way it is. Uh, we're we're going to cut back to two Mount Rushmores a week. Three is a little much. It's a little redundant on the show, so we'll do it on Monday and we'll do it on Friday. If you're upset, I'm sorry if you're upset, but that's just, it's just, I don't want to bog down the show with it too much. 
And I know you guys love it, and that's why we're keeping it, but twice a week. Um, I was sent this story yesterday, and I don't know why Braddy Kid sent me this story. Let me read the title to you. I started free bleeding after I gave birth, and I'm never going back to disposable period products. Well, uh, let me just say, um, first of all, thank you, Braddy Kid, for that, and... And, and whoever the lady is that wrote this, yeah, yeah, oh, okay, we, we've got it, yeah, okay. Thank you so much. Yeah, I don't need four minutes of that. Um, to the lady who, who wrote this article, Cons Pretty. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Oh, look at you, not using disposable period products anymore. Well, I frickin' die. Lady, I wish you would just... And shut your damn cake off. Having children made me more conscious of waste, and I wanted to be comfortable all the time. I, quote, free bleed. God damn it. Well, whoop-de-freaking-doo! A Google search introduced me to the concept of free bleeding since I was already leaking bodily fluids from top to bottom. It involves having a period at without collecting your flow. Okay, do we have to do, do we do we have to do this? That means no tampons, no cups, pads. I don't even know what the cups are, and I don't want to know. Or even period underwear. My body doesn't get along with hormonal birth control for a long time. My contraceptive method had been a mix of condoms and tracking my cycle. Let's see. Uh, I know that during my first and last days, I can live in a black underwear and not stress about staining my clothes. This also... Oh, God, gets me ready for my heavy flow days, which requires more logistics in terms of what I wear. If I need to be out in public, I put on a period of period underwear. Now, God damn it. Let me just say this right now. No, I, I don't need to be in. I, I don't need to be let into the secrets of, of woman world or gal land. OK, OK, because we don't want you in man land. We don't want you here in dudeville. So I don't want to be there. You don't need to write articles like this. Um, but 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 stop. Whatever you do, stop criticizing men for their skid marks if you have period underwear. Just stop. If I'm at home, I try to go to the bathroom as often to have, oh, God, oh, I sit on my legs instead of my butt to avoid leaving stains on the furniture. <laughs> Jesus. Why am I reading this story? I, I, I don't need any more of this. Uh, uh, Hangtown didn't sew. She's just using, what, her sweats? 
Yes, because that sounds comfortable 100%. Braddy Kid says, you're welcome, everyone. I don't have a monthly friend, so I can't relate. And that's why you stuck me with this, because you know how much. Nothing usually grosses me out. Period talk grosses me out. It, it just it, Look, I don't understand. It Look, no. I know it's natural. I need to, I, I know I need to get over it, but hey, uh-uh. That's something I don't want to have a con. I, I, it, no. Mm-mm. Poop. You poop mouth. That, that's all you poop have. You like to suffer and make us suffer as well. Hey, if I had to see it, if I had to see this story, of course you're going to have to see it. I'm not going to read any more of it because, well, it just doesn't make sense. This gal likes to ruin her underwear. So there you go. Mm. Now, I know a lot of people out there, they don't believe me when I make fun of the Mormon faith and their magic underwear. They think I'm making that up. Well, it is true. Oh, it's true. It's damn true, as Kurt Angle would say. This next story, the title goes, My Vagina Has to Breathe. A Mormon woman has begged the church to redesign the sacred undergarments that members must wear at, all caps, all times, insisting, (laughs) this is the greatest line I've read today, it isn't bringing us closer to Christ, it's giving me UTIs. Oh, members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints have worn special sacred temple undergarments since the 1800s. And by the way, when I was married to Satana, who who was Mormon, I asked her daddy. Her daddy was the nicest guy I ever met, one of the nicest people I ever met. I even asked him one day. I said, look, look, Mr. Satana. And it's weird because Satan isn't her actual daddy. I said, look, Mr. Satana, could you please tell me the, the, the why you have to wear special underwear? And he gives me this long, drawn-out. I, I don't even remember what he said because it was so long and stupid. I don't know what it is. But women in the, the church are pleading with the church, please don't make us wear these underwear. First of all, they're hard to find. You can, and, and by the way, the men have to wear them too. And by the way, it's like either a, a full-on undershirt or, or a wife beater type. They wouldn't call it that there. And then a pair of like long boxers. Hangtown Jen says, and not just ruin her underwear, but ruin everything. The pants, the couch, the chairs, her car seat, just fucking gross. It is gross. Okay, along with the, uh, the, the, the underwear is under their regular clothing. Uh, with symbolic vestments worn during temple wars re, uh, represent the sacred and personal aspect of their relationship with God. And commitment to live good, honorable lives. Look, you can wear a good, you can have a good, honorable life wearing a pair of Hanes. Because they're meant to be worn at all times, church members own several pairs. Well, and that's the funniest. Uh, look, that's the funniest thing about when Mister Satana visited us. His brother, who lived in the Bay Area, Mister Satana flew out from Tennessee, and he decided to stay a few extra days. 
Well, he didn't want to do laundry, so we had to go buy him underwear. <laughs> and I looked at him, I, and stupidly, I said, you want to go to JCPenney? <laughs> he just looks at me like I was fucking, like I had offered a fucking syringe to a baby. Uh, no. Now, we had to find the special, because every city has one of these Mormon-type stores. Had to go there and buy the underwear. By the way, let me just say this right. Hey, now, hey, church, Mormon folks. Yes, of course I make fun of you still. I make fun of everybody. If you're going to force the people to wear special underwear, why don't you make them free? Come down to the church and pick up like a million pair. Special underwear. I wouldn't have fit in in that religion whatsoever. Yes, they wear special underwear every day. Now, uh, when I was married to Satana, she was kind of a Jack Mormon, so she didn't. But she was she was headed back to it, and oh, I couldn't get divorced fast enough. Oh God Almighty! Because because let me just tell you, and 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 look, most guys don't care about a lady's underwear, but you you see a gal in a bra and panties, yeah, it's always hot. These are not hot. These look like old swimsuits from the 20s. Surprised you don't have a, a, a swim cap that you have to wear with them. But now the ladies in the church are starting to roll. And by the way, nothing will be done. No, 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 no. Nothing will be done. Are yarmulkes free? I'm not sure. I don't think so. But that's what Jewish fellows got. I don't need, and I, I don't know the reasoning why they have to wear that. I, I don't, and I've never asked, even though I am fascinated with religion. <laughs> because every church's favorite word is free. Just ask good old Joel Osteen. Joel Osteen's a piece of garbage. Look, man, I, I look, I... If I, I've read the Bible uh, a few times in my life. I grew up in the Pentecostal church. If I want to, let, let me just tell you this right now. These people like Joel Osteen, Richard Roberts, Benny Hinn, they, they're all, look, charlatans is the understatement of understatements. But if I could figure a way out to, to memorize the entire Bible, I'm just telling you right now, I would start a church, and I would make it the biggest church known to mankind. Because if, if Joel Osteen can buy a Ferrari every month of the year, well, fucking Arnie States can too. So my parachute grandma panties are sexy. Thank God I was worried about them. Good, 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 good. Yeah, as long as they ain't the fucking the, the chosen underwear like the Mormon people have. Oh, come on. Come on. Damn computer. Now, if you do come to my show in September, there is going to be a, a part of that show where you're going to have to learn this phrase, nature is not your friend, okay? Just remember that. Some old boy up in Alaska, obviously uh, a felon on the run, allegedly, so he doesn't sue me, who was living in a remote part of Africa. Now, for, for them to say you live in a remote part of Alaska, I'm sorry, not Africa, Alaska. Boy, that's saying something. Because Alaska's pretty fucking remote to begin with. 
But this old boy lives, I don't know where the hell he lives, don't say. Uh, it was a, a crew of the Coast Guard who was flying over Nome that saw his SOS scrawled on his roof. Why? No, he didn't, he didn't shipwreck there. There was not a plane crash there. No, 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 no. It's a lot simpler than that. Mm-hmm. His house, shack, whatever he wants to call it, in this remote part of Alaska, had been attacked and besieged for days by bears. That's right. Bears. <laughs> You're just living at your house, doing your thing, avoiding authorities as much as you possibly can. And you got mama bear, you got baby bear, you got daddy bear, you got cousin bear. This is like the Alamo. When Santa Ana decided to show up, these bears shows up, and this guy's like, oh, fuck. The, uh, the Coast Guard landed, and I'm looking at this guy's, quote-unquote, property. He's got two shacks and an outhouse. Uh, at some point, uh, the bear dragged him down the river. He had a gun. He said the bear kept coming back every night, and he hadn't slept in days. The man, who the Coast Guard isn't naming, probably because of all those warrants, allegedly, uh, had been staying in the shack 40 miles from Nome since July 12th. He didn't have a cell phone with him. Oh, I love this. It's unclear what the man was doing out there, hiding from authorities. But officials say his friends had reported him missing when he did not return return Nome. (laughs) Get it? Instead of returning home, returning Nome. They got him out of there, thank God. This guy is, is not going to turn into uh, bear dung. I mean, that's, that, that, that's the main thing about this, is it? you don't want to come back as poop. No, you don't want to do that. <laughs> H-E-B says, so it's a palace in Alaska. But... Wait a second here. Hold on a second. I, I, I have to. I have to. Start. Okay, so Morgan Wallen, you, you, the country singer that said the N-word. You remember that story? Now I can't get this fucking website to work. Come on. God damn it. Force reload. Jesus Christ. How about we just cut this? Cut this. All right. We'll go back to this. Um, no, I don't want that one. I want this one because it has it in there. Uh, Morgan Wallen. I guess Morgan Wallen was on uh, Good Morning America this morning. He's the country artist who was canceled earlier this year when he was drunk going in and used the N-word, A ending, not hard R, to describe his friend. He said, take care of this N-word. So they were interviewing him today, and I only saw one brief clip where Michael Strahan, Michael, wait, Michael Strahan's interviewing him. I would be nervous as shit if I was Morgan Wallen. You got a former NFL player who's as big as a brick shit house. Mm, I ain't gonna do that. Robin Robbins is doing it. I feel a little bit more comfortable. 
but Michael Strahan for, flat out says, you've used that word before, haven't you? And then they, they it's, a, it's a tease. I didn't see what he said. But he says he checked into rehab after being caught on tape using the N-word. What rehab? Is, is there a rehab for racists or, or people that just talk? Because I, I look, look. He wasn't even calling a black person that. He was calling his friend that. Uh, he said he made the remark ignorantly during a weekend of hard partying. He said it's not a word he uses frequently, but did playfully around his friends. Uh, his album sales soared, which many said showed that the country was a racist. I- country music was a racist industry. He then donated half a million dollars to black-owned organizations after the scandal. Can can we let this guy off the fucking hook by now? I I, I mean seriously. Oh wait, here we go. It, no, these are just still shots. Nobody's playing the videos of it. Oh, here we go. Here's the video. Want an early payday? With Credit Karma Money Spend, you can get paid up to two days earlier. So you can get what you need earlier. Mm-hmm. Whatever you need. Open your account for free in the Credit Karma. And there's going to need- be a lot of people who are going to watch this interview and say he's only sitting down because he wants to clean up his image. It's all a performance. Yeah. But what do you say to that? Mm-hmm. I understand that, you know. I understand that, that I'm not ever going to make you know everyone happy but man i I can only i can only come tell my truth and and that's all i know to do and there are going to be a lot of people who are going to watch this interview and say he's only sitting down because he wants to clean up his image it's all a performance but what do you say to that you already you already covered i understand that okay what about this one the history of the word oh yeah i've heard some stories in the in the initial conversations that i had after that just how really just how some people are you know treated even still today and i'm just like I haven't seen that with my eyes, that pain or that or that insignificant feeling or whatever it is that, that it makes you feel. That, that goes back to slavery used by white people to dehumanize black people and make them feel less than. It's, well, al- it's also, I think if you dig deeper, a word that a lot of, a lot of black people heard before they were terrorized, beaten, or even possibly killed. So it's a word that really, um, I've been called it, um, makes you mad. Have you ever called anybody that, Michael? Um, Oh, see, Morgan Wallen should have jumped in and taken this fucking interview over. Because I would have looked at him and said, have you ever used the word? Have you ever called anybody that word, even using the A ending? Because if this word, once again, I have stated this ever since living in Reno in my little apartment when this show first started. If the word is such a caustic word, then nobody gets to use it. And by the way, the word was around before slavery. The word's definition, the original definition of that word was a stupid, ignorant, lazy person. That was the definition of the word. I got into it with a couple of people about this back in my drinking day. I ain't afraid to say it. I've used the word. I've used the A ending. I sing the songs that have that word in there. I've never called a black person that word. I've been in arguments with black people all the time. I've never used that word towards a black person. 
So once again, please explain to me, if the word is said so caustic, if it's so bad, why does anyone use it? TGB says, <laughs> bullshit, no one called Michael Strahan that. No, somebody did. It was another black player, most likely. And he might have used that back to him. Uh... She hasn't been seen because it doesn't happen. This is just stupid. Might as well take it a step further and say all of us white folks are waiting for our spot in rehab. Wash away our white privilege. And, and I, I think, you know what, Hangtown Jen, you bring up a great point. Maybe this was the, the first bomb shot in this white privilege world was the N-word. How big was the guy that called Michael Strahan that? Uh, it might have been Vince Wolfert. You know who probably called him that? Larry Allen. Both bigger, larger black men. But it's okay. Remember, it's okay for them. It's quite all right for them. That's the thing I just, I, I, I don't understand that about this argument. If it's, I, I mean, look, God rest his soul, DMX had a song, My N-Words. I played it on this show. That's okay. This is all one of those big things to me that I just look at it, and I, I, I just have to shake my head. And if you want to say, well, Arnie, that, you're, you're a racist. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. I, I know the truth, and I'm sorry. All right, final story of the day before we get to the end of Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. Once again, remember the phrase, nature is not your friend. Um, at Lone Go National Park in Gabon, I'm not sure where that is. Is that in South America? Is it Africa? I'm not sure. Scientists are finding something new that they have never seen before. Chimpanzees are killing gorillas unprovoked for the first time. Now, I'm doing this story for, for one reason and one reason only. Because we've seen these stories in the past about chimpanzees and people owning chimpanzees. And once chimpanzees get to a certain age, they, they get a little dominant and they have to find their dominance. Uh, let's see. Uh, Zach says, proof that the music industry purse strings are held by the PC culture. Uh, thank you so much, and you know it's way too early to drink. Yeah, I get it, Zach. Um, one of my favorite stories is, and I'll tell you, I couldn't have been this guy. It was a guy and his wife, and I want to say it was somewhere like in Kansas. They owned a chimpanzee. And then one day the chimpanzee decided to try to take on the boss, the man of the house. Well, chimpanzees are a lot stronger than human beings. Like, they're all muscle. Like, they, they don't have, like, fat, you know, lazy chimpanzees. They're, th- those ones are the old ones, not the young guard. It literally bit off three of his fingers on one hand with one bite. It ripped the man's testicles apart 
and ate one of his eyes. I'm not making that up, okay? The family then, about three years later, the, 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 the chimpanzee was not put down. Let me just tell you this right now. If I was a cop and I showed up to that scene, I am killing the fuck out of that chimpanzee. I am fucking, I am reloading. That's how much I'm shooting this thing. But they took it to a, a sanctuary, and it's, you know, back where it is. And these people wanted to go and visit it. Oh, I would have visited it all right. I would have visited it with a fucking 44 Magnum. You feeling lucky, punk? Well, are you? So I'm doing this story right now to tell you all a little something. If you ever think about buying a chimpanzee, know that they can kill a gorilla. Big old silverback gorilla, you seen them. Harambe, if you will. And chimpanzees, you know, the one like Michael Jackson used to have. Can you imagine if that chimpanzee ever decided to turn on Michael? Oh, dear God. Maybe that's what happened to Michael's nose. So, Planet of the Apes, is it true? The chimpanzees control the gorillas? Wow. I guess now, I guess it's kind of going that way. These attacks are unprovoked. Nobody knows why they're doing them. Oh, I know why they're doing them, because chimpanzees are a bunch of assholes. They're the, mothers that, they're, they're the motherfuckers that throw the shit at you in the zoo. Why do we need chimpanzees? I don't need them. Gorillas are at least cool. Chimpanzees got that big red ass. Orangutans are just as damn mean. I don't want to keep orangutans around so we can maybe do another Any Which Way But Loose movie. Observations uh, show the first evidence that chimpanzees have a lethal impact on gorillas. Now we want to investigate the factors triggering these surprisingly aggressive interactions. Why? Man, oh man. Just get some of that Agent Orange that we sprayed on our, our, our soldiers in Vietnam. Fucking sprayed on the damn monkeys. Fuck's sake. Ah, dang. So it should have been used on in the first place. I swear. Uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, I can get rid of that one there. Okay, get rid of that. And okay, put that there. All right, and that does it. Okay. So now let's do it, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We've come to the completion of the regular Arnie State Show, and now we will continue with the celebrity ass death match game show host edition. It's been a wild ride this morning, ladies and gentlemen. The final four is set and in place. Richard Dawson, Steve Harvey, Alex Trebek, and Bob Barker. They will actually be the faces on Mount Rushmore. But who will be the face of it? We find out now. Let's get it on. And here we go. Our first matchup is set, ladies and gentlemen. 
the man that hosted the Price of right, Price is Right for at least, I don't know, 75, 80 years. Also in the movie Happy Gilmore, ladies and gentlemen, I give you Bob Barker. And he is taking on the man that hosted uh, Jeopardy for 50-plus years. And fucking talk down to people like nobody's business. Ask family, I give you Alex Trebek. Bob Barker, Alex Trebek, ask family. Who ya got? This is the final four. This is to get to the the end. Oh, my God, ladies and gentlemen, look at this victory. This victory for the man from Canada. Ass family, give it up for Alex Trebek. He moves to the finals. Who will join him in the finals? Let's find out right now, shall we? When I ask you this simple question, the the original host of Family Feud, the one and only Richard Dawson against the modern-day host of the Family Feud, the one and only Steve Harvey. Richard Dawson, Steve Harvey, Ask Family, who ya got? So our finals are now set. Ask family, I ask you in the simple case of the Mount Rushmore of greatest game show hosts. It's come down to the final two. Will it be Alex Trebek who hosted Jeopardy? Or will it be Steve Harvey who hosts Family Feud? Steve Harvey, Alex Trebek, ask family, who ya got? Banana phone. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Oh, 
get together and sing, sing. Ring, 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 banana phone. Ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding, banana phone. It grows in bunches. I've got my hunches. It's the best. Beats the rest. Cellular, modular, interactive, modular. Ring, 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 ring. Banana phone. Ping pong, ping pong, ping pong, ping. Banana phone. It's no baloney. It ain't a phony. My cellular, bananular phone. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, the face of the Mount Rushmore of game show host is Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek. God rest his soul. Wow. What an awesome, awesome Mount Rushmore that was. That does it for me this week, ass family. Thank you so much for being here. We will be back Monday, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Until then, please remember, every room you you go in is better. Why? Because you are in there. If you're going to go out and party this weekend, please, please, please. Use an Uber, use Lyft, get home safe, party it up. And if you are in the Reno, Nevada area, and you are going to night in the country, or you're out there, good morning, night in the country, uh, and you're hungry, go see my good friend Jay at Slater's Ding-A-Wing. He is out there all weekend long. And yes, Douglas, he only won because of white privilege. So there you go. Until Monday, adios, everybody. come through there's no denying come rain or shine i deliver my love to you i do things by the letter you can put your stamp on me cause there ain't nobody better for a special delivery
tight, get you there by daylight, do you ride overnight, man? One time I put a firefly in my butthole to make my farts glow. You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. 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 He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.